This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Tuesday, 7th of April, 2020. In part two of my interview with Gary Taylor-Fletcher, he reminisces about the 2010 playoff final against Cardiff. Our season in the Premier League including the gut-wrenching final day relegation at Old Trafford and GTF's subsequent argument with Ollie over the contents of a burger van. I'm John Aspinall and this is the Seasiders Podcast, episode 158. GTF part two. Ollie's already changed the world. So yeah, I'm here with Gary again. Hey, Gary. You right? How's it going? Yeah, not bad. Uh, we've both been out in the sun today. GTF's yeah, a bit red. Right. He's been out uh, training with the future GTF pro yeah, footballer. GTF, the GTF one who used to <laughs> lead the lap of honour when he was younger and get the cheers from a good bigger cheers than me. Then he used to score a goal in the <laughs> lap of honour at the end of the season and stuff. And I think we've got a few of the, the papers still where he was on the front cover. Him and him and Holloway. The year actually that when we got to the playoff final of the Bristol City game on the front page, there was Ian Holloway and George. Really? <laughs> so, yeah, on the front page of yeah. the Gazette, Ian Holloway and George, and no one else. You got that in your family scrapbook. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got that in the scrapbook. So he's there <laughs> clapping the fans. So mini GTF. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully he makes it anyway. Right. Let's go on with the Championship playoff final. Right. So, guys. Obviously, we've got there. We're all buzzing. Um, tell me about the the journey down to London. What was the expectation like? What was your journey like? And what was the hotel like? More importantly, because I've got visions. Uh, well, if you stayed in a cheap and nasty B and B provided by the yeah. Kiowa and the Oysters. Yeah. No. Well, what it, what how we done it was obviously he was saying last night about the the Leicester thing and the Cardiff thing. I think the the belief we all had going into the game, even on the way up there, was yeah, you know, we're going to win this. It's it's our time. The struggle we've come through, the way the season panned out, we knew getting into the playoffs last sort of minute. Um, it sometimes, benef- that, it sometimes benefits yeah, that club, had, just, had, just yeah, getting there, doesn't it? We had the momentum and I think in the 10 games previously, we'd won something like eight of the 10 games previously and, 
you know, we were flying at that time. And I think the good thing was we did have a settled team. You know, we had a, a lot of changes throughout the season, but the last couple of games, Ollie stuck to the team that was sort of tried and trusted. Seamus had come in, obviously, towards the, the end of the transfer window and was like a breath of fresh air. But the mainstay of the rest of the team, Baps, Evo, Cranes, Gillo, uh, to, to be the back five was solid as you could get at that level. And then, you know, you had the midfield three, Charlie, Vaughan, Keith, complemented each other so much and then you had me Brett and DJ who we just seemed to click and work together and um, it just seemed to to fall hand in hand of we all knew what each other was doing and I think that was just from the whole season before but going down to Wembley it was a bit surreal because just thinking about it I'm trying to like you're saying now like about hotels and stuff we stayed in it was it was probably one of the best hotels I've stayed in you know, we all had our own room. And I remember the day before, we had obviously big king-size beds. We had a suite. Everyone had a suite. Really? Um, we were, yeah, we were, we were staying outside London. We didn't stay in London. Uh, okay. We stayed outside. And uh, I think we used... Uh, whose training ground we used? I don't know if it was Watford's or... Well, it was someone like Watford's, but it was at that time, you know, top of the range and mm. had a good day's training. And the day before, obviously... We, we were asked, you know, do you, do you want to go to the ground? Do you want to go and have a look around or just want to leave it till the day? And I remember all of us were like, no, let's, we, we need to go down. You need to go down and get all our stuff ready and, and everything and put your boots out and have it all done and that. So we went down the day before. I remember just walking out and I was thinking, wow, look at Obviously, I played at the old Wembley. I played at the Millennium, but going into the new Wembley, we were just like, wow, this is unbelievable. And, I remember the, the that morning we were out there and it was hot that day, but obviously the temperature of the final day was unbelievable. Um, it was over 40, it was about 42, just, wasn't it, pitch side? Yeah, just just little things when we went out there and we had all the black trackies on and, well, black shorts and T-shirts and flip-flops and stuff. And I remember the feeling the sun on me back and I was like, wow. And I just was walking with the gaffer and I was like, what colour are we playing in tomorrow? He was like, orange. I was like, we better playing in white. So what do you mean? I said, well... Reflects the sun. Feel, yeah, feel feel how hot you are now. I said, white reflects the sun and, you know, we'll be a lot cooler. I said, just them little things yeah. can, can make a difference. And he can. was like, oh, we, we've, we've not got the white kit. <laughs> and I was like, well, <laughs> thingy. And we, we managed to get it down and we changed to play in white and, uh, you know, just them, them little differences. So, all oh, right, I didn't know that. So, you, you've got yeah. the option of picking what kit you want, as long as it doesn't clash. You can pick. What yeah, kit. as long as it, as long as it doesn't clash. That, that was the the thing, and we ended up we put we played in the white kit. We all we all spoke, and obviously, you know, Blackpool was tangerine, but we were all just like we could feel yeah. the heat yeah. on us. No, that that's a, yeah, it's a good shout that. Yeah, and it was it was it was. You can, yeah, no. Can you just see? Um, just I don't know if you can see behind me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's actually yeah. um I got that I got that signed by yourself, Charlie and um Brett, Brett. at the fifth anniversary anniversary dinner and I got it. Right. So that's the shirt there. I'm just for the yeah. benefit of the listeners, I'm just showing him the video. Um it's all faded now though. I used the crap head, so all the all the signatures have faded. But yeah, yeah that was a my, my, Have you still yeah, got yours? Yeah, it's on the wall in George's playroom. Is it? So yeah, it all signed with me medal round, all framed Quality. and stuff. So yeah, I've got that. But it was funny. I was actually trying on some of the old shirts yesterday, and he still fit. Did he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he still fit. He was quite quite baggy on me actually. I was quite surprised. Must have stretched them. Oh, sure. um, but yeah, we 
it was just surreal, just them little final details and God, stuff. You know, so, they say little things like that do matter, though, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And we obviously we went back to the hotel. We had a, a, a good night the night before. I think we'd done a, a Holloway had us doing a quiz and, and all things like that. And then went to our rooms. And I remember thinking, I'm not going to sleep here. And I was stuff, about to say, did you have a good I, night's kip? Yeah, of what I remember, I had a really good sleep. But then I remember waking up buzzing and just in such a, a positive mood. And I remember just like ironing my suit, ironing my shirt, had the music blurring and on my own in my room, just, you know, like singing, dancing about, Weird. ironing. Yeah. <laughs> just as if like, you know, it was not going to, you know, do nothing in, in a couple of hours. But um, as I say, the, the rooms were superb. We had, if we wanted massages, ice baths, you know, all, all the physios were, were all there and all that. And, it was just the preparation. We couldn't have faulted it. I bet um, Bellicon paid for all that. Well, <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. But to say that the preparation was unbelievable. Right. And remember all getting on the bus and everyone was just saying the same, you know, how positive everyone felt. No one, there was no nerves or anything. Um, and we got to the ground, but you could feel the heat. Yeah. And that, that was one of the, the main things was, when you pulled into the ground, we seen all the tangerine, all the, the Blackpool fans as the bus went in. And even miles outside the ground, you could see going along the motorway, there was all the cars and stuff and all that and people beeping. And it was just an unbelievable feeling. And we're getting in that changing room. We all knew, we all, you could look each other in the eye and you knew everyone was going to give everything. And no matter what, we weren't coming off that pitch without being premiership players. Quality. Yeah. I mean, just very briefly, our day, we, we just spent the... I, I got a big, massive um, disposable cooler and filled it full of beers, and we were just all stood on Wembley Way just drinking them, and right. the heat was just unbelievable. But the, the yeah. masses of Blackpool fans, I've never seen that many oh, in my yeah. life, you know. Yeah. So yeah. when you all walked back out onto the, the pitch... Home, back from the homecoming. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Is that all he yeah. said? Where, you've all, where have you all been? Yeah, where have you been? <laughs> yeah. 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 So when you walked out on that pitch... Um, and you saw that wall of tangerine. It's like, well, what were you thinking as you walked out of the tunnel? Um, well, obviously we went out before and doing a warm up and all that. And at that time, obviously there was quite a, most the majority of the fans were in, but it was still pretty. You know, people were not making around. the ways or doing yeah. outside, as you say, on Wembley Way and stuff. And one of the main things was I was trying to spot where all my family were, where all my friends were, and stuff. And do you know where they were? The good thing what did you know where? Well, I knew where I knew where the majority was, and I think I had about I think I took I told about sixty four friends. Uh, that was just one of my like friends, and they done a big, massive flag. And when I say big, it's like probably about twenty foot by twenty foot, all covering all of them. So they were all uh, holding it. So I knew where they were. <laughs> What, um, what stand were they in or what tier they were in the, they were on the top they were in the top the so yeah I was as yeah, well yeah, what did it say the banner the, I've got a picture of it somewhere um, it was some of GTF from North, like a little from Northwich to to Blackpool yeah. you've made it and now Wembley's going follow your dream or something right. um, and I think I've got it somewhere in my loft or something they give it me so dig it out um, they all had the, yeah they all had the t-shirts on and stuff and things like that so you know, I knew where they were, and it was just it was just a surreal 
moment because you you're just looking around and you think, wow, you know, what a game to be playing in. Yeah. You know, especially from where I'd come from, from being in the, the conference, going to League Two, and then getting sent down to the conference south, you know, on loan and stuff, having to do it that way. Being um, messed about a bit on the way as well by yeah, what you told us messed today. About, yeah, messed about. Um, and then trying to work my way up and, you know, what was it? 12 years of hard work mm. to finally get the chance to to get to where I wanted to be. And I think that was not just my story. That was, I think, everyone, you know, we'd all ever had been for, at Derby County, he'd been at Chesterfield, he'd come to Blackpool. Um, he'd had sort of a similar sort of up and down rise. And I think that that was the main thing, that everyone was sort of had the same journey, the same character and had the same desire to to improve and to to stick together no matter what and I think that did pull us through a lot. Yeah, yeah. We were classed as a, a team of misfits almost, weren't we? A lot of press classed um, a lot of the players as that but they weren't misfits really. I think it's just like you've said, the, the journey that they came from where they didn't fit in at certain clubs at a certain times. I mean, Stephen Craney when we signed him, remember on the message boards, Leeds fans were giving him tons of abuse and saying he's absolutely garbage, this, that and the other. But sometimes clubs really fit, uh, players really fit clubs, don't they? Yeah, definitely. And, you know... And it helped gel everyone together. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the players we had, you know, we, it wasn't lucky. We were we were a good team. Mm. We, we we had very, very good players and we shown that that season. We shown that the year after in the Prem. And I think a lot of the the press afterwards when we did get promoted and stuff was very derogatory and yeah. I think a little bit rude and, yeah. and cheeky of what was actually put. You know, I remember on the, the next day on TalkSport, we were driving home and one of, them, one of the commentators, I can't remember who it was now, but he's not on there anymore. Um, he said, you know, Blackpool won't even get a corner, let alone three yeah, points I remember that. in the Premier League. He said they'll beat um, Derby's 10-point total as well, didn't they? So we'd get, we'd get less than that. Yeah, we'd get less than that and you know, this this was coming from from people who probably had never seen Blackpool play or what we'd done that yeah. year. Yeah. You know, so it was very derogatory, but at the end of the day, as again, same with Billy Davis, you know, it gives you a little bit of desire to go and prove people wrong, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's fuel. It gives you fuel, doesn't it? To yeah. like yeah. you say. So let's let's go on to the game itself. So it started off on fire the game. Um Chopra hit the post it was after three minutes i've just watched the highlights just before we've come on i'd forgotten about that and he's then gone on to score hasn't he within uh, something like 13 minutes and when he scored he's like his first thought was to go over and go the blackpool fans i've just been watching that i was thinking what a wanker you know like yeah. doing that yeah well, it was as you say you'd celebrate the, the goal with your own fans surely yeah the one thing i remember even before that was walking out you know when both teams walk out and they had the big flame things come up. Yeah. yeah. And it was hot enough anyway, but the heat <laughs> off then, it was just like, whoa. And I remember sort of stepping back a little bit, but as I stepped back, that it was just tangerine. Everywhere I looked was just tangerine. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm having this. Yeah. You know, we absolutely unbelievable. Um, and then we went out and, as you say, we started off a little bit shaky. Um, but as I said, I, I don't know whether... No one was look nervous or anything. I think it was just Cardiff started off quite strong. They started off quite quick. Um, and I think probably the best thing that did happen was them scoring because we knew we had the belief that we'd score. 
Um, well, that season, that- sorry, just just going back, that season, whenever we let a goal in, we always came back from games throughout that season. Whenever um, whenever we conceded, I'd, I was always ultra confident we'd get back in the game. And I was, I was the same when they scored then. I was like, no worries, we'll score again. And that yeah. proved to be the case. And that was what it. That was what the message everyone was saying. Like they they scored, uh, and as you say, Chopper was celebrating with our fans. And I remember just looking around, and everyone was just like, "Don't worry, we're going to score. We're 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 going to win this." And that that was everyone saying, "We're going to do this. Don't worry." Did anyone actually say that on the pitch, or was it just you, you yeah, knew just by that, looking? That, that, no, we were just saying like you know just. You know, relax. That's the best thing. And I say that it was the best thing that happened was was them scoring that early because we knew they were, they were going to score. We, we, you know, we were a team that went out and we attacked and we attacked and had chances and chance, but we always conceded. We always give P teams chances. Um, and as you say, Chopper had hit the bar just before, um, and then obviously he scored. But once they scored, I think for about ten minutes after that goal, they couldn't get the ball. Yeah. We dominated, we dominated. Evo was pinging the, the Diags to me. They were pinging it to Brett. And even if they won it, we were picking up the second balls and just having pressure after pressure and and slowly grinding them down. And I thought we scored a lot sooner. I, I watched the highlights a little bit. Um, sorry. It's on we, Sky, we, isn't it? The, the game's yeah, repeated on, on Sky a few Sky. times, isn't it? Yeah. I did, sorry, I didn't realise that my goal was so late in the half as well. Mm. Even though Brett was after me. I thought my goal, all, all this time, I thought oh, I scored about 20, 25 minutes into the game. But it wasn't. It was 38, 39 minutes. Right, yeah. yeah. You know, and then I think Brett scored was at the 43rd. It was an injury something. time. Yeah, it was actually an injury, injury time. time. Yeah, first yeah. Half, yeah. So, you know, I thought literally as soon as they went 2-1 up, we, I scored straight away. But it wasn't. There was quite a bit of a gap. But watching the game, we were just grinding out, grinding them down, grinding them down and making them work and run. You- and you could see them sort of towards the end of that half start to lag a little bit and I think we realised well we've got the yeah, we've got we've got the pressure we're on top let's try and make it count and did obviously you, remember God did you sense any arrogance from their players at all because we we yeah. got that as fans they were super arrogant oh. before the game they were like they were all confident they, were, they thought they were just going to swat us aside I mean was oh it... yeah I think the the whole the demeanour the way the way they set out, the way they thought, they were swaggering around a pitch. Um, like before the game, they were they were they were swaggering around as if as if they'd already just won the turn tie. up and win. It's no problem. Yeah, they, that, that's all they needed. To do. It's only Blackpool. Everyone's been slating them. You know, we're mag, mega favourites here. We're going to go and do it. But you know what we'd done that year, and the way we had that team play, and we flew under the uh, radar. Yeah, we did, and that's I think a good that, thing that was, about it. That helped us. Yeah, a big thing for them was probably overconfidence. You know, we were confident. We we had that belief that as long as it wasn't Leicester, we were going up. But we weren't arrogant in the way that yeah. it was happening. We just had the belief and the confidence in ourselves to say, right, we're going to give everything to make sure we do. And I think that was the, was the big difference. And obviously, Charlie, what a free kick and... The, have the you seen? Before. Have you seen the video from behind the goal view with all the Cardiff fans going? Ooh, that yeah, I've seen, seen, seen the video, <laughs> but it was it was. Um, what did you think? What did you think when we got the free kick? Did you think he'd knock it in? Well, it perfect position. Two for days, him. two days before we were training, um, messing. We were doing free kicks, little work ones and stuff, and 
remember Charlie put the ball down similar position he's gone now nah, don't do any of that I'll just do this and he struck one exactly there straight in the top bin and Holloway was like yeah but you know 90,000 fans around you would you do it he said yeah watch put it down and done it exactly the same again was it and it was just he'd done it twice in training and I remember lining up and I thought I'm just going to stand so if you that one behind the goal you can see their wall and then you can see me stood sort of in front about three yards behind the wall in front of the keeper and just before he goes to it I just take a step to the side just to see to block the keeper's view and then as soon as he hits it you can see my hands just sort of start to go up because I just knew and then the ball's come back out I've got the ball and booted into the crowd and yeah I remember saying that yeah, stuff. yeah. Um, <laughs> which did, I done that I, I don't know if it was before or after um, I done that I think we beat, we scored against them at Bloomfield Road and I've got the ball out the goal and booted it so from the goal up in the air into the stand and it's hit one of their supporters in the face apparently and they've tried <laughs> to get me arrested after a game and stuff and all that so there's a bit of history there anyway ah right so obviously got the ball booted into the crowd and run off celebrating <laughs> but you know, you know what, what a moment though what yeah a what, what a moment the first goal and as you say as soon as you as soon as you hit it you can see that it's in and you know you as you say, Chopra went and goaded our fans. None of us, we straight to Charlie turned straight running down towards yeah. our fans yeah. when I scored exactly the same, you know, and as you say, that arrogance maybe was was kicking in a little bit for them, yeah. but we just, the bond we had with, as I said before, the bond we had with our fans was, we weren't bothered about them. We just wanted yeah. to get get to our, you know, our shrine of, of orange, yeah. of tangerine that we wanted to be. Yeah. You know, good you corrected yourself there. Then, yeah, I was yeah, just about to pull yeah. you up on that. I know, yeah, I can see you, I can see you, you biting, but it was, it was, it was unbelievable. And I remember even after we scored, as I said, when they scored, we were on top, but then when we scored, we kept the pressure on. Um, it was almost and, against a run of play when they got their second, Did yeah, it was. We, we, we were, we were kicking on, and you know, it was unbelievable. Um, play by, you know, Whittingham and Ledley, you know, it was a great goal, great finish, great ball, mm. great little bit of a build-up beforehand. And, you know, you look at that goal and, again, they go and celebrate in front of our fans yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. And you, you could see every one of us just thinking, we've come back once, we're going to do it again. Not bothered at all? Uh, no, 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 not, not bothered. Just we knew what we needed to do and... We all just calmed ourselves down again, reset, and we just went again. And we were on top. We were on top, and uh, we were sort of there was a few balls in behind the, the long dags that Brett nearly got in. I nearly got in, uh, but I remember probably about ten minutes before I scored, um, I've gone up for a header. But as I've come down, I've landed funny on. I've landed on the corner of his boot and done done my ankle a little bit and. For the rest of the half, well, obviously I had to come up, but for the rest of the half, I was just it just wasn't right. From then, it wasn't right, and I was thinking, oh, I'm not coming off because when I was 18, played at Wembley um, for England schools against Holland, and I had to go off at half time because I went in for the tackle. He's gone over the ball, and, and I just thought to myself, I'm not leaving another game at Wembley injured. It must be a, a bit of a jinx for me Wembley right. because obviously missed the, the West Ham game and stuff and that, but. I just thought to myself, I'm, I'm going to go as long as I can. And um, you hit the post ten minutes get, later as well. 
yeah, well, some good good play, and it was from that corner. Obviously, we scored. scored yeah. Um, so we we were starting to get a little bit more into the final third. I remember some good play between myself, Thorny, and Seamus. Um, I just chested it and volleyed it, and he's got a tiny little bit of a tip onto it and tipped it onto the post, and it's gone for the corner. But when we got the corner, we just thought something's going to happen here, and you know you could see we everyone knew what we were doing. And you you thought that, or were people saying that, or was it like a you could tell just by looking at people? You just 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 tell. We just thought you know you know something's going to happen. We're going to get one before half time. Uh, and obviously, hitting the post, went out for a corner. We were thinking, right. And all, as I, th- all as I thought was right, I'm just going to be in and round the goalie because I was meant to be marking the goalie. It was ball by Chaz. And for some reason, Scott Marshall just steamed off his line. Uh, not Scott Marshall, what was it? David Marshall. Yeah. Was, what was their goalie? David Oss. It, it, was, it was Marshall, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. Uh, he's come steaming off his line, nowhere near the ball. And just thought, I just thought, where are you going? Because I was meant to be trying to stop him. I thought, where are you going? And obviously, he tried to get it, missed the first one. Um, DJ's hooked it back. He saved the next one. Come to Evo. Evo's volleyed it. He started celebrating, thinking he's scored, and it hit them on the chest. (laughs) And then I just thought... You had to stick your head in, didn't you? Her boots were flying. Yeah. And in the the 3-1 victory over Knott's Forest, I got a big, big cut on my eye. Um, so I still had still had the stitches in for the final. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I had a big cut. Um, so you get a matching set. So obviously I've gone in, put the ball in the net, had a big cut down my lip, had stud marks all down my lip and my chest. Did but, you get a boot in the face then? Yeah, when you yeah, did, yeah. Boot, well I got two, I got one one in my face and then one in my chest. But you know there was no way I weren't putting that in the back Quality. of the net. You know it just yeah. popped up there and um, again as soon as I scored turned and running towards our fans and did a little jig. I remember Ev- I remember, I remember Evo gripping me saying mine went in mine went in I was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was gutted he, he was he was gutted that he, he never scored and <laughs> I was like you know celebrating stuff and it was like a scissors kick almost from Evo wasn't it it was like a, yeah yeah, yeah unbelievable yeah. unbelievable technique and finish but obviously they blocked that and it popped up and put it in but after I've scored didn't really run all the way back on. He obviously had scored on the line, ran back to sort of the 18 and celebrating with Evo and Crane just ran over. And all our players, no thinking, he'd looked and turned around and all of them were on the floor. What, exhaustion? All of their players were just on the floor and we were thinking, they've, they've, they've given up. They've given up. They've they, up. They, 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 they're not going to, they can't come back. They've not got what we had. No matter what we knew, we can keep going, we can keep going, we can keep going. But I don't. I think once we got that third goal, all of them players thought these aren't going to stop. These these aren't going to. These are going to just keep carrying so, on. So they were they were on, on the floor after you scored or after Brett scored. Yeah, yeah. Um, after I scored, and I thought they can't believe we they were they were mentally beaten then. Yeah, I I think that they thought you know two they've scored we've equalised they've scored. I think they. I honestly think they thought. You'd beat them game in the heads over. then, yeah, did you? Right. Yeah. Game over. Right. And then when I scored, the two I went in with, both of them were just sat on the floor and then the rest of them had the heads in the hands and stuff and I thought, We've got it's this. 2-2, it's 2-2 and you're like that. <laughs> you know, whenever they scored, we were, we were geeing each other up, we were, we were going. And then, as I say, I think it was 39 minutes when I scored 
and are thinking, you know, if we can just get, you know, keep them keep them pressure on till half time, half time, it's going to be massive, you know. And mm. um, I can't remember the last it, five minutes. Then was it just us attacking in the the final five minutes of the half? After no, you what I can because just bef- just after I scored, they had a goal disallowed for offside. I don't know, it was just after or just before. I think it was just after. Yeah, it was after. Um, it was literally, I think, from the kickoff, we'd give a free kick away. And they've put a ball in, but we'd worked it to keep up quite a high line and you know, no one drop. And luckily, it was my man who scored. But because we kept our line, um, he was offside. And I think what, that, that could be a turning point as well mm. because they've scored, but it's been disallowed. And they're like, oh, and it was, I think it was only two or three minutes after that that we were we were playing, we were playing, and um, Seamus has got the ball. And he starts, it's gone a little bit of a amazing. He's passed it into DJ, but DJ slipped, slipped a little bit, and it's gone through everyone. And someone else has slipped. DJ's gone to shoot. Someone blocked it, and a lot of their players were on the floor. Whereas if you look, you've got Brett coming one side, me coming the other. So no matter what, wherever it went, we had options. Three were yeah, we were, we were all there, and you know. Brett wouldn't have want anyone else to have scored that goal, but he's obviously except me. But he obviously <laughs> got in, put it, put it through his legs in the back of the net, and that was it. We just knew then, right? You know, no matter what, this is going to happen. And you could see them thinking, you know, are we going to get be able to get another goal? You know, they had a few chances in the second half, had quite a few chances in the second half, but it's only really the one. It was Chopper hitting the bar, the bar, wasn't it? But it was always Chopper, going over, Chopper, wasn't it? it was Chopper's like... at the bar and then Jillo's come for a corner and gone through his hands and luckily it's just gone. Oh yeah, I remember that. The other side of the post. But yeah. other than that, I can't remember them having a clear no. chance. I think, um, what was his name? The striker who went to Villa. Oh, um, Scottish. Uh, not Jay Bothroyd, was it? He went, he went no, off he injured, went off, didn't he? He went off injured, Do you think yeah, him going off, yeah. he was carrying an injury anyway, wasn't he? And he went off. Yeah, he was carrying an injury. He went off. Um, oh, what was his name? Is it that grey-haired guy? He's played for Carl. No, it was Ginger, Scottish, small. Went on to play for Aston Villa and... Not Taylor. Chris Taylor. No. He played... Right, I'm going to have to have a look now. McCormack. Was he the McCormack that went to Leeds? Like 10 million? Was it yeah. a different one? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was. It was oh, I don't know yeah. he played for him. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, he come on a sub um, and he had a shot which he just normally... He'd, he'd scored quite a few that and he shanked it wide. Um, but other than that, didn't really have any other clear cut chances or anything. And I mean, the, the second half went a hell of a lot quicker than the first half. I mean, it might have done for you, but I went off. Obviously, I was about um, to say you went injured, about fifty, uh, about fifty-five minutes in. Obviously, your ankle just gave way or yeah. anything. Yeah, and I remember going to try and turn on the pitch, and the pitch was terrible anyway. Dead soft in patches and stuff, and it could only just been laid. And as I've gone to turn, my foot just slipped. Um, and as soon as I'd done that, then I was like, wow, there's, there's some damage there. You know, I, I was carrying it weak anyway, but I had to go off and me on a touchline with me, book, me foot in a bucket of ice watching. Um, was it you know, hell not take, being able to? Yeah, it seemed, seemed to take ages. And obviously seeing all these little things in at the bar, Jill come for that one, not being able to do anything. Um, frustrating. Was, was was very frustrating. But, you know, obviously... Burge had gone on. I think Dobby went on for Brett as well, um, and and Barry Bannon went on um, towards the the last few minutes. And I think he took, I think it was I don't know if he took Keith or Vaughan off for Barry. And I was thinking, wow, that's a bit of an attacking move, three two up, and you you're putting Barry Bannon, who's quite an attacking player, on. But all the way all over, um, isn't it? 
yeah, yeah, it was, it was Ollie all over, but the energy buzz, he was only on for four or five minutes, but I think he'd done six or seven 60, 70 metre sprints up and down, just getting up and down and pressing. Sometimes them. want that, don't you? With yeah, that's legs. what you want, just to just to get in the faces and, you know, yeah. he, he'd done that and, you know. He bought me a drink in Shea Bar uptown once, you know, Barry Bannon, before <laughs> right. he was famous yeah. as well. Right, yeah. <laughs> I was a good lad, but I'd say all the, all the lads were, were really good and, for me, I was just looking at, obviously, we've just been looking through a little bit about the Prem team and stuff. And for me personally, I would say our squad in that Premier, in the Championship final was stronger than... I'd agree. I'd agree. The team we yeah. finished in the Premier League. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd say it, was it was perfect in every department, wasn't it? There was, yeah. wasn't one weak link and everyone no, complemented no. each other perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just just thinking about it, like looking at things, and I was just thinking, wow, if we would have kept, you know, a few of them players and not got rid of a few, and you know, a few of the transfers that we brought in weren't the best in the Premier League, mm. but you know, that squad was was unbelievable. Yeah. And as you say, the second half, I think they had a free kick in the last minute. Um, Gillo's gone up, caught it in his hands, and then we knew. And I think he's, we were saying, keep the ball, keep the ball, and he's booted the ball and. I think he's played Ben Burgess. Yeah, he's like running in treacle, wasn't he? Yeah, well, a, a bad touch has come off his knee and stuff. And you were thinking, he was clean oh, through, wasn't he? Go to, clean. Yeah, go to corner flag, just taking a corner flag. Yeah. What are you doing? Taking a corner flag, but... He's going for glory. Yeah, go, going for the glory. But, you know, the final whistle went and, you know, everyone ran on, but I was on crutches, so... Trying to hobble to on. Hobble, hobble round and, and things like that. So, um, you know, it was, it was a little bit frustrating that way, but... As you say, the feeling of, of winning and no, it was un- yeah. unbelievable. And you know, say the easily the the, the great, my greatest day in in, in football. You yeah. know the achievement and stuff. What a day! Um, it's quite it's quite funny. My I was there with my sister at the game, and um, she said to me when the final whistle went, she said, "This is the greatest day of my life." And yes, that includes getting married and having kids. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, I was say a lot of people. I was, I was like, I was saying to her like ten minutes ago. I was going, do you know how ridiculous it is if we don't score, concede a goal in ten minutes, Blackpool in the Premier yeah. League? I never thought I'd sit yeah. in my lifetime. Yeah, it was just, yeah. it was, it was a surreal, really surreal moment. And yeah, I mean, what a day, what a day it was. So yeah, when that final yeah. whistle went, what, what were you thinking personally, and how did you um, think this was going to affect your life? It was, it was a funny one because. Although, obviously, all the Cardiff players were, were arrogant. Obviously, I was on crutches, so I couldn't run about. But my main first thing was just go and shake hands with all their players. Some of you, I know they were dying, but I just went, you know, went round and hobbling round and stuff. And, you know, I missed all our players doing the slides to the fans and stuff before we got the trophy and all that and, and going on. Um, but my main thing was shake their players and then find um, Viv and George, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> just to to see them and then you know find all the rest of me the me crowd and um what were the, who'd followed us down and what were the Cardiff players like can you any sort of it was memories of... you know just going around doing the interviews they were they were they were, they were obviously obviously gutted there was a few of them who were in tears and stuff and um you know but I think at the end of the day I think we fully deserved the best team won in that game yeah, yeah. best yeah. team won and what we've done in the game, what we've done throughout the whole season, you know, what a story for, for Blackpool. And as we said, 
if you look at the, the team in that playoff final, the only player who wasn't there the year before was Seamus. Yeah, that's you right. Jillo was there the year before, Baps and Everware, Craney was, Warnie Keith, you know, it was the... But Holloway gave us a way to play. He got everyone to buy in and get the spirit sort of going for everyone and and the collective as a, as a group to be together with the fans, you know, just things like we've done the calendar for charity. You know, we raised 25, 30 grand for, for, for charity. We've done the, the, the funny girls calendar that probably a lot of people have still got hard. <laughs> I don't remember that. In the, in the lot. Do you not remember? <laughs> no, no. made us uh, go down to the funny girls and dress some up. of the lads dressed up as girls. <laughs> and I think I, I was dressed up as a, a ladybird or something. And yeah, do you know, if you, oh, there'll be a few of them lying around. Um, I remember, I think, I think it was Macker who you'd think he was. You, you, you know, he, he'd look more like one of the one of the funny girls than what some of them did uh, in one of the pictures. But you know, it's just little things like that that Holloway made. I'd say made us do, but we'd done as a team, yeah. we'd done it together. And I think it, the money was for um, Brian, Brian House. House. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, Brian House, which is obviously big, big at the time. Obviously, Tomo's. Mrs. worked there and we always used to go there for Christmas and, and do a lot of work for them. And I think it was just after that Christmas thing or, or we'd gone down there and always like, right, we're going to do something to raise. We want to raise as much money as we we can for that charity. And we raised, I say, I think it was about, I think it might have even been about 35 grand in all. So, you know, just from selling this calendar into the club shop. So un- unbelievable, all the little things that we've done that year. And You went to the Sandcastle as well. I remember that. That <laughs> was the year after. That was the year after. <laughs> that was the year after, yeah. That was um, that was the year after, but um, just just the little things of what he he knew, what the players needed, what we wanted, whether it was training, as you say. I think that was about two or three days before we played. I think it was a Liverpool game. We were playing Liverpool at home, and the pictures were frozen. So he's like, right, we've I've hired the Sandcastle out. We've got it that for two hours this morning before everyone else goes in. You know, we're not training today. We'll go there, have a good laugh, have a good yeah. joke and stuff and that. And we went to Sandcastle and then we come out of Sandcastle and he was like, right, come on, Tomo, taking us down. We're going to the beach and got down to the beach and Holloway had marked out a pitch on the beach and he's like, right, we're going to run through our attacking shape for 20 minutes, half an hour and, you know, let's you know, let's just do it, let's just do it and, and get through. And, you know, just little things like yeah. that, We, you know. He'd, he'd made the best out of the situation and got all the players together, made sure we were all a collective and, and moved on. And, you know, the the bus after the, obviously getting a trophy and um, one of the, one of the uh, saying about me being on crutches and stuff. And obviously the worst thing about being on the crutches was I was at the very back of the queue. Now, back then, Charlie and Newly were at the front. So they lifted the trophy first and then everyone else got the medals, whereas now, you get your medals and then you lift the trophy as you know, they lift in front yeah. of the team and stuff. Yeah. So obviously Charlie and Yuli got passed back and I was at the back because obviously going up the stairs, I was the last one um, on my crutches. Um, and then I had the trophy and I turned around and I'm the one who passed it to Ollie. Oh yeah. So, yeah, I know, remember, know, yeah, I remember yeah, seeing up there with your, cr- you had your crutches up there yeah. as well, didn't you? So, you know, that's, that's what Viv always reminds me. Yeah, but you know, just remember you're the one that passed it yeah. to the gaffer. Yeah. So that, that's obviously... Good. And then we've gone down and on a lot of the main photos, I wasn't on it because I'd, doing an interview, we'd gone down with the cup. And you know when you do like behind the 
the, the, the pictures and yeah. you've got the signs and stuff. There's quite a few where they'd done the pictures and I was doing an interview and seeing them doing it. And I was like, right, cut me short. The interview was trying to run over and <laughs> limping over. Limping over. They'd done the main pictures and just about when they were doing all the champagne, like spraying all the champagne, I've just ran in. <laughs> Just with me crutches up in the air on one leg, just in the middle of everything, just getting yeah, sprayed. Yeah, I, so, I remember that. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's quite good though because it's more of an iconic image, isn't it? If people yeah. remember that with those crutches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it it it, 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 it was good that way. But obviously, when you're looking at the ones where with all with the trophy, I'm not on any of them. So, you know, it, it, it's a bit of a shame, you know, because I've been to Keith's and Keith's got the, the the main one which I'm not on. But then I've got one here with. Which has got me on and DJ spraying me and mm. and things like that. So, so it was good. And then, as I said, I had to miss all the slides because I couldn't run and slide. But it was just surreal. It was unbelievable. You know the the feeling walking around a pitch, um, and even forty five minutes when we were still on the pitch, the whole of our end was still full. The whole Blackpool fans were still full, enjoying it, celebrating it with us, and you know that was unbelievable. And then when you turn round. <laughs> You could just see red seats. There was no no blue fans. Yeah. Just red seats. And, you know, it, it was just such a surreal moment. And just remember just looking at people. And the worst, the, the worst thing was, not the worst thing, we've gone gone back to the changing rooms and obviously the cameras were there. We were elated at first and, you know, all the way done as interview. And then the cameras all went out. And in the Wembley changing room, you had the big changing room and then you had a, a, a warm-up area like a, a big room, like AstroTurf sort of thing with a, with a warm-up area. And obviously all the players trying to, you're still in your kit, trying to speak to your, your missus or answering all your messages. And I remember there was about seven or eight of us just went and sat in the, just dotted about in the, the, the warm-up room. And you just went, it just went as if like, you just like drained and you just sat there and you're just thinking, wow, you know, but then every so often you just hear someone start laughing and just shout Premier League and then everyone would just start shouting again and all of a sudden you just go, huh. Oh. Just mental it just like, it's, Yeah, it's all yeah, mental mentally, energy. Yeah. Mentally drained. Yeah. Mentally drained. For, and say you sat there and then you're thinking, hold on a minute, we've got a party to go to here. Yeah. You know, we need to go upstairs, you've got to go and do the press or whatever and stuff, go and find your family and find your, your, your missus and kids. But obviously done all that seeing everyone outside but it was meant to be a, a family only invitation to the party but I'd invited my whole 64 rabble like there's the hotel where the party is just get yourself down there and I'll sort out getting you in or whatever and um, turned up we got there and there was all, literally everyone it was I think the, the, the owners had booked the hotel out um, but what a party it was, was it? you know un- unbelievable celebration they, they were doing the limbo underneath my crutches um, on the dance floor and food fight oh, it, was, it was it was unbelievable and all paid for which obviously you might be surprised yeah about. very surprised um, were the oysters at this party yeah they were uh, Zoe in there yeah oh, oh one of the one of the, the main things was um, obviously when you were in the party everything was paid for but obviously I had all my rabble there and um, would they try to get Owen, on the free bar well I remember Owen went to the bar and I was I thought I'm having him here so <laughs> uh, gone to the bar I was like oh come on Owen are you getting the drinks in he was like yeah yeah order what you want so I was just like right what just want everyone just shouting order just getting them and 
I remember just getting a bill and just handing it to Owen and just walking off and, <laughs> and he just signed it and, and, and paid it. But I think for, for about two hours, well, about an hour and a half before the party, I just had the trophy with all, all my lot. And we we just in in the main bar area and getting all the photos of everyone and stuff. And then obviously they were like, right, come on, let's go down to the to the the main room where we're having a party and stuff. And I just said to all my lot, like, give us fifteen minutes and then I'll come and get you. So obviously we went down, party started, and that was it. Then I went up, give them a the little nod, and everyone was down in there. But it wasn't just me; there was every every all those players had done that, and you know the owners weren't bothered because. They knew what we'd done and, and what was going to come, and um, you know they couldn't begrudge anyone celebrating. And yeah, we did celebrate. Um, went on to the very very early hours, um, and probably for two or three days after that. So what what did you do after the? You, so you all got up in the morning, obviously all with thick heads. Did you sleep much that night, or no, no, not at all. Right. Um, didn't, didn't I think it was probably about five o'clock, and then we were due to. I think we had to be on the buses for half eight or nine o'clock to get back to Blackpool. Right. Obviously, we had the parade the next day, didn't we? Was it straight away? Was it right? Yeah, God, it sure. was. Yeah, the, the day after. Um, so, or was it? Was it the Monday? I don't think it was straight after. Because no, it can't have been, can it? Because uh, we were all. No, it can't have been the day after. Surely not. I don't think it no, was. No, but uh, some, for some reason we did. We had to get up when we were on the bus and we were we were back to yeah. back home. Uh, no, it was. It was the Monday. It was a Monday, so yeah. we had to be up early. Got back home. We went there, and then the next day we had. Um... Oh, did we have the player of the year do that night? Maybe the player. Of, I think it was the player of the year after the um, the open top bus thing. I'm trying to think. I'm I wasn't just, there, it's, so it's, I don't know. It's, yeah, yeah I suppose it's, 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 it's a bit of a yeah. It's a big blur. Um, so you got back. Anyway. So you got back to Blackpool anyway, and then you've gone home and yeah, recharged your batteries and. Um, was your phone off and No, a few of the lads were out that, that night. Um, Did you go straight out in Blackpool as well? Well, I couldn't because obviously I was on crutches oh, and right. I, had a, I, had, I had a scan book first thing the Monday morning um, to see what somehow they'd, they'd managed to sort out a scan um, for the Monday morning because uh, my ankle was just like an elephant foot after the party and stuff. So, because uh, as you can imagine, you have a drink and you can't feel anything. Yeah, so I was dancing around and stuff, and then wake <laughs> up the next morning and I say I couldn't get my shoes on or anything. But um, don't care though, do you? The morning. <laughs> no, as you say, scan in the morning, and then we were to the tower. We had like a uh, with the murder of Blackpool and stuff, and then we were on the bus for the open top bus parade. Again, that was another. Um, I know it was another surreal day, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, where those people but, came like, from. The, the, as you say, the amount of people that came. Um, it was again, it was another It was another perfectly brilliant blue sky day as well. Oh, yeah, absolute roasting. We were on that open top bus. We had the beers. All the family were on there with us. Little me, George, mini GTF was on there. I was um, loving it. And just just the amount of fans. And But the, th- the thing was, it was, it was surreal because even though there was that many fans there, you seemed to recognise each and every one of them. Do you sort of, do yeah, you do you know like, do you know faces in the crowd then? Do you, do you sort yeah, of, definitely. Do you? Yeah, def- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you don't know the names, but you just know the faces. No, you don't know the names, but you know know the faces. Right. Um, and it was it was surreal. You're driving around, and you're like, oh, there's there's, there's beardy guys, yeah, there's... or like like obviously friends and family had come down as well, so they were dotted around on the thing. Oh, there's the right and stuff. Um, 
and then obviously oh, done oh. all the on the stage and all he doing his yeah, speech that was funny wasn't it and and he's singing and yeah and, <laughs> and the fans there and it, it was it was just surreal it was it was just absolute surreal moment and I think it was only then when we were on that stage that it finally hit home that next year we're, I'm going to be playing in the Prem yeah you know it, it, it was it was unbelievable but it, it, it was just it was just surreal it was what a, what a few days yeah. you know as you say in football in terms best best weekend of my life yeah. no, without so, a shadow as a, of a doubt as a fan I think pretty much every single fan I know pop fan I yeah, know yeah. they all say the same it's a, yeah. yeah what a great moment so yeah the it was Blackpool's first ever oh, I think was it 1971 last time we were in the top flight so it was a, a game first in my lifetime but obviously we were all on a high from all the, the promotions, but there was a bit of a debacle in the run-up to the start of the Premier League season, wasn't there? In, um, firstly, Charlie's non-payment of his uh, survival bonus. If you remember yeah, that. well, there wasn't just Charlie. There and there was, was your... six of us. There was six of us who never got that payment. Um, oh, you had it as well, Charlie's... did you? Yeah, there was me, Craney, Evo, uh, Keith Southern. There was, there was about six of us in all who had this payment that... If you survived... If we... If if well, if the word was as soon as we're mathematically safe in the championship, we were getting a, a survival bonus. Right. Um, and I didn't know. Didn't know it was other players as well. Yeah, it was, it was other players. Charlie's was bigger than ours, and I think that was why he he ended up going to court at first. Um, and then for what is court cost and everything workers, obviously, I think he he didn't get his court cost paid, but it cost him. He, he lost a little, or he, he didn't get any. He got hardly any money. Um, I think it was twenty five grand, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think Charlie's was fifty, and ours was twenty five, or it was something along them lines. But um, did you ever question it? Yeah, we we questioned as soon as Charlie won his case. We were like, "Well, we won ours," and he was like, "Well, you'll have to take me to court then." Was this Carl um, or Owen? Yeah, Carl. Carl, you have to, if you, you want. It's just to un- it's just done. in. You, you can't get your head round it, can you? You know. Yeah, well, that, that was the thing. Now. In the in the in the, in our contracts, it was like as soon as you are mathematically safe, the payment will be made. So we were mathematically safe somewhere in February or January or February time. So it should have got paid then. Uh, so we were like end of that month, right? We're not being paid our bonus. Where is it? Oh yeah, we, you know we'll get it. We'll get it. And just kept dragging on and on and on. And then um, obviously thirty first of May, we were due to get our. Um, our promotion bonus as well because that was paid if, if we got promoted it we paid the the end of the month of, of promotion um, so obviously because I was injured I was up and down to Blackpool anyway with my ankle um, for a few weeks before I went on holiday and stuff so I was the designated player who had to, to deal with everything deal with Carl the shop steward uh, yeah yeah had to go <laughs> and listen to all his bullshit Um <laughs> Can you bleep that out? Nah, <laughs> uh, leave it in. <laughs> so yeah, I had to go. I had to go and work out. And his words were, "Well, we didn't survive in the championship. We didn't stay in the division. So we've gone up. So you, that that bonus isn't due." And it's just incredible. You've you as a bunch of players have got that family. You know, millions, yeah, multi millions. Yeah. You'd think they'd yeah. want to give you that. You know, more yeah. than happy to give it you. I mean, you, yeah, you, you, none of these were on big money in the championship, were you? No, well, one of the one of the worst things was for me, and there was about six others as well as um, 
a lot of the players who'd signed sort of beginning of that season or whatever had it in. They had proper contracts, whereas if they went up, they automatically got a hundred percent increase. So there were six of us who didn't have that written in our contracts. So for the whole of the first month of being back in July, he was adamant that we were staying on the same money we were on the year before. No. And Holloway was oh my God. human. Uh, no, they, they didn't have it in, in the contract. So, you know, if the, you know, we're not going to do that. Not going to, you know, we don't need to, uh, don't need to do that. And as you say, for what we'd done for the money we were on in the in the championship, <laughs> it was it, it was unbelievable. I'm saying I'm saying that's unbelievable, but it is it's believable. Not, it's it's, yeah. it's it's believable yeah. knowing what they're like. Yeah. So obviously there was all the debacle about the bonuses. People didn't want to pay the bonuses. They wanted to put it into pensions. Was that as well? Things like that. Yeah. So, there was all that going on. There was our contracts going on. He wouldn't sign players because he didn't want to pay them the few few months, the the six weeks of of. Um, well, you had, you had all the players on fifty quid a week, didn't he? Over. Uh, over yeah, well, that was the that was the thing in the, in the summer. You were, you were only on the ninety pound a week. It was <laughs> the, uh, obviously you got got it made. That's loads. The, the the May and June. Uh, so were so you? Hang on a minute. Were, were you on ninety quid a week in between in Championship summer. and the Premier League in the summer? Yeah. Yeah, but it, it was all it, it, they say. No, you you were on your your set wage, but in them two months, so the end of May, you got sort of two weeks full money and two weeks at ninety pound, and then the end of June, you just got like ninety pound for the whole of June, and then July, you were back on. But so for the whole of June, the, so the whole of June, after ten and a half months, ten and a half months, you got uh, you got sort of. Then them six weeks that you missed out, you got that put on top. So right. you didn't. You, you you still got your full wage, but you're being paid it up front. Okay. Um, so yeah, that that's how it used to work. So you had your set wage, you get it there, but for them six weeks or whatever it was, you you'd only get paid ninety pound um, into your wages, and it'd be made up through the rest of it. But um, so obviously we had we had all that, and then so did did um, Ollie did Ollie ultimately sort out your contracts, the the players that they were in that situation though. Was it? I bet it wasn't a hundred percent increase, was it? Or was it? No, no, no. Um, so, sorry, so, no. And we did. We got. We got sort of that. But a lot of the players who who didn't have the the in the contract were probably our. We were. We were our. You know, lower earners in the team. And um, we'd been there for quite a few years, so then uh, we were the lower lower earners in the team even though we were a mainstay in it's the an absolute in the, disgrace the group. So, it really is uh, it, it, it didn't have a parity of right the our main players so they should be up there it was like right I can get him for as little as possible so you know I'll keep him as little as possible didn't matter how well he'd done he, he didn't see any rewards and um, it, did, it was, it was un- unbelievable but how did that make you all feel you know, on on top of your bo- the, the the bonus debacle as well. How did it make you feel? Um, and how did it affect the mood in the camp? Well, the, the, one of the main things was, I think it was the 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 day before the the, the night before the first Premier League game. We still hadn't been so the the bonuses still hadn't been sorted out. All the new players had had signed sort of two or three days beforehand, so they've come in and we we were we were ready to go on strike. We weren't going to play the first game. Um, what a build-up to the Premier League, eh? Yeah, it was to say we hadn't been, we hadn't been, we hadn't, we hadn't 
been given a bonus sheet for the Premier League. We haven't been told what bonuses are going to be on from there. Um, and it, it was it was to, to start going into the Premier League. One of the, one of the, the worst things we had. Now we had to go down to Devon for a pre-season trip, and I remember we went on the Friday. We got we left from like eight o'clock on the Friday morning. We didn't get there till about half seven Friday night and we had to go and play a game straight away. Literally got off the bus, had 20 minutes warm up and, and went to play a game. And Billy Clark, three minutes into the game, ruptured his, whatever it was, in his knee or whatever and he missed the whole Premier League year. Christ. So what, you came off the bus and played a game straight away? Yeah, literally off the bus. We got there about it was about quarter past seven. We had forty five minutes to warm up and kick off after being sat on a bus for ten, twelve hours. What? Um, and do you, it was do like you, a cow field as well. It, it wasn't like a, a. It was like a, just a non league pitch which hadn't been cut or anything. Was bobbly as anything, and that was um, he's landed funny and and he's missed the whole Premier League season. And he was a he he was he was a big player. For, you know, he was a quality player for us, and um, he, he was going to have a big year. So he he was obviously devastated. The, the next day he had to go back to Blackpool, had a scan, and got told he had to have an operation. And this is because of this build up, to sitting ten hours on a coach and then playing on a ploughed field. Well, and this it, is it, this it is in the Premier. This is in the build up to a Premier yeah, League this, season. This is a Premier League team, and it could it it could have been could have happened to anyone. It, it could not have happened, but you know, just these little things, and you think. But playing um, on a ploughed field pitch can't help, can it? Because those yeah, injuries, no, you, it, your foot sticks in a divot, and that's it, isn't it? Sometimes? Yeah, yeah. So. I remember there was us, I think there was Wickham, there was a local non-league team and I think it was someone like Reading or someone. Um, and we played, I think we played Reading or we played someone, we got through to the final and we were meant to be playing Wickham in the final and the pit, say the pitches were terrible and Wickham actually pulled out and refused to play. <laughs> and... What's the state of the pitches? State of the pitches and stuff. So this was the night before and they were like, right, well, the team that they beat in the semi-final, they can play using the final. And we were like, well, we're not, if they're not playing, we're not playing. And this was the players. And then Holloway's found out. We were like, well, listen, we don't want to play. The pitches are terrible. And now this wasn't even on a long league pitch. This was on like a cricket field. Jesus. It was on it was on a pitch which had a cricket. It was, it was like a local park. Um, there was load like opened up to people to come and watch like on the park like a, a sort of like a summer fair it was like a summer fete and our game was the main thing and we were kicking off saying you know they're, they're pulling out to a league two club we're going into the Premier League and you want us to go and play on that especially after what's just happened to Billy Clark and Holloway's come down he's like who do you think is our changing and stuff and we were like whoa you know what is, what's happening here you know you you should be backing us. And it was only it was his mate who'd organised it all, and he didn't want to uh, let him down. Right. But um, he made us play, um, and in the game it was a it was a shambles. We were just like we would we all said, "Listen, we'll play, but no one be doing anything stupid. Don't be sprinting round or whatever." And maybe ended up winning something like six one or something. But we proper just walked around. It was it was a ridiculous game. Um, the grass was up past your ankles and it, it was, it was ridiculous. And we were like, well, you know, it, that, that was one where, I don't know if you've heard Brett's story about we were doing some training and ground was rock hard. There was no grass on the ground. And so this lad turns up and 
yeah, I'm on trial. Recognise him from somewhere. And afterwards, we got in having our dinner, and he was there serving us our dinner. He was just one of the waiters from the restaurant, from the hotel. <laughs> and apparently, he said to Ollie, oh, I used to play for a non-league team around there. And I was like, oh, come down for a kickabout and stuff. And you're thinking, you know, he turned up, he had like rugby studs on in rock hard ground, like metal studs. And you're thinking, bloody, you know, going in for tackles on our, on, on us players and stuff. And you're thinking, bloody hell, you, you know, what could, what could have happened here? And it was just a surreal time. You know, the build-up to the Premier League was a blur because it should be a thing where we're looking forward to. And it just seemed to be... One, one farce after another. Yeah. And, and it was, Going on like going on like that, and we didn't sign any players. I think I think I read a stat before that eighty-one was, days, eighty-one days from the playoff final before we actually signed, signed a player. player. And then I think it was the Tuesday before the first game of the season. I think about six, five. I think that was when he signed five or six players. Come in then. That was um, all down to four. Carl. Was it all down to Carl with his um hold your hold your nerve. Um, attitude to the transfer market where if you if you set players kind of get desperate the nearer the start of the season you can drive down the price yeah that was like to do yeah that was that that was one of the main things but probably also that he didn't want to pay it was he was saving a a month's money um you know that that was probably the main thing that he didn't have to pay them through pre-season and going on a pre-season trips didn't have to pay for extra hotels and, and all things like that but um yeah, so anyway, they're like that. Obviously, Marlon Herwood, Elliot Grandin, um, I think it was Craig Cathcart, Bash. Chris Basham. These all, all turned up um, So you- on, on the Tuesday. And basically, we knew how we, we were playing as a team and how we played. But at that time, obviously, you had Baps, Jillo, Baps, Erds, Cranes. I think Keith was injured. Um, he missed the start of the season. You had Charlie Vaughan and then you had me and Brett. But other than that, of all the other players, Ben Burgess had gone, Dobby had gone back, DJ hadn't signed at the time. Um, Just going back to what you've ben, said there about DJ, um, again, it was more penny-pinching from from KO, not, not bringing DJ in straight away, which is, frankly, really ridiculous. Four games in, he could have made a difference if we'd signed him. And, and, and again... Not pushing the boat out to get Dobby it was a massive mistake, in my opinion. Yeah, that was that was a massive mistake, and um, you know it, it it was thinking on the Tuesday or even beforehand. Holloway was saying, you know, when these players come in, we're not going to have much time, so you need to get them onto what we're doing straight away. You need to get them, them to in. buy into your buy into your philosophy of what you want and stuff, and. Obviously, we had some big characters with likes of myself, Evo, Keith, Brett, um, Craney, and we had some good leaders, good people to to have in a squad, the, the kind of people you want in a squad who give everything and make sure everyone else was given anything. Winners, sort of, as a thing, we all had that winner mentality that no matter what, when we went on that pitch, we were going to give everything um, for the cause, play through injuries, whatever. Um, but that's not your job, is it? That's not no. That was the thing, and I remember um, on the Tuesday in training, I'm there, and we were doing the team shape, and he says to me, "Like, right, I need you to show Elliot Grandin what I want from a, from someone who plays right wing, someone who plays number ten. And he didn't speak a word of English. <laughs> so, you know, we're doing a shape, and he's saying to me, "Well, why aren't you showing him?" Like, well, I'm trying to, but he 
doesn't understand. He doesn't speak English. So in the end, he had to, I, think, I can't remember who it was, but luckily someone spoke. I think it was we had someone at left back who spoke French or something, or Deckel Keener was at centre back. So in the end, Deckel ended up playing right wing with him to tell him what to do. And he was a centre back, and you're thinking, oh my God, what's going to happen here? Um, so why was why so was why was Ollie telling you what to tell him what to do? Why wasn't he doing it himself? Surely this has got to come from the manager. Yeah, well, how we used to do it was we used to do uh, one of the main things and one of the reasons why we work so well as a team was because every training session for the last half hour we used to do unopposed attack and shape, and it was just basically building up attack with no opposition against you, just attack, 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 and you'd have two teams, one team would attack. And then while they're walking back, the other team would be going and vice versa and keep going and keep going. But what he used to say was like, he'd, he'd show the players, but he used to try and get us to sort of um, self-police ourselves. If a new player come in, he'd write, it, they used to learn by just doing this and you'd have to point them out. He'd, he'd show them things and stuff. But I think because it was so soon to the game, he wanted sort of, me to take Elliot under under my wing yeah. and, and things like that. And as soon as that first day come, I just for some it was it's a horrible thing to say, but I just had an instant dislike to him because he had all the ability in the world, but just did not want to work hard. He just was the laziest person ever and just done the bare minimum. And I used to say to him every like once a year, understand a little bit, I would love to have have your ability. If I had your ability, I would play in the Premier League for 10 years. If you had my desire and my work rate or my willingness to go and better yourself, you'd play in the Premiership for 10 years. He probably could have been playing for Liverpool or Man United, but he just didn't have... He, he, he was an arrogant French footballer. A lot of them are, though, aren't they? And as I say, I just had a, an instant dislike to him because I remember and I was trying to show him, trying to do my best. And obviously we'd had some French players previous and we knew all the swear words and stuff and things like that. And I remember he said to another French player, he, he called me something. And I was like, so hold on a minute. I said, so the, to the one who understood English, I said, what's he just said about me? He was like, nothing, nothing. I said, no. I said, I know that. I said, so if you're telling me he's saying that about me when I'm trying to help him, I said, you've got another thing coming. And as I, said, I think that was probably one of the things why I just took a, an instant dislike yeah, to would him. Do. Was this before uh, the start yeah. of the season as well? This was his first day of training. <laughs> oh, he said, he said so, this on the first day of training? Yeah, he said this on the first day of training about me. And I was just like, no, I'm not having that. Time for a quick break in proceedings to say, if you're enjoying this content and want to say thanks for the pods, please consider joining our Patreon support programme. Starting from the price of a pint per month, Patreon allows you to contribute towards our production costs, gear upgrades, and our drinks tab at the dog. Your support will ultimately make the show bigger, better, and I like eating a tin of prunes more regular. You'll also get extra stuff in return, like all the podcasts before general release, backstage access to us and our guests, exclusive Patreon-only shows, and other random bits and pieces. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash seasiderspod to find out more and hopefully sign up. And I remember got to the, the Thursday, we were doing the shape and he had Marlon up front, me on the right, Brett on the left and he had Elliot in the number 10 and then he had Chaz and, and Vaughan and I was thinking we are going to get so overrun with him in, in the middle. Uh, the passenger. Um, yeah, it, it was. And for about 10, 15 minutes, 
we were we were we were under the cosh. We were we were we were getting. And I remember Ollie just saying to me, "Listen, get him out on the right. You go you go into the number ten. Get him out on the right and just let you know we'll 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 go from there." And he recognised this then, did he? Yeah, we we changed it a little bit and we got on top. Um, and then after a little bit, when we were on top, we ended up. I think we were swapping quite a bit. Brett was on the right, I was on the left, and. He sort of he got used to sort of well hold on a minute yeah I, he understood a little bit more and and we started off really well obviously got the goal first goal in the Premier League and it's come from I think we've won I've won the ball back played it inside to Charlie he's played a long sort of diagonal to to Marlon and he's gone down the line and pulled it back across and I've put it in. You, and you side-footed it back where it came from, side, didn't you? Side, side-footed it into the ground, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, side-footed it into the ground and, and, you know, it's gone in, but it was just an unbelievable feeling that, yeah. you know, scored the first goal. I remember turning around and thinking, where is everyone? <laughs> and everyone had ran off to to sort of, I don't, I don't know where they'd gone. There was only... Cranies ran up and there's only cranes who celebrated with me and I was thinking Cheers. we just scored our first goal in the Premier League where is everyone <laughs> and I don't it was just it was it was surreal it was just like wow and just walked back to the halfway line thinking did no one else come up to you then no I was too busy no, celebrating everyone just waited, yeah everyone just waited waited sort of on the halfway <laughs> line I don't know if they were all congratulating Chaz for his ball to if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Or whatever, or, or what, but it was just surreal. And then once we got that first goal, that was it. Then we yeah. just clicked and we absolutely battered them and dominated. And, you know, the, the goal for, well, my my second goal, I always say I scored a second goal that day. I did. got yep. disallowed when yep. I was about, I think it was about yards five on. yards yeah, onside, even, even more. Uh, but that goal, what a great goal it was, because obviously Evo's played a little one-two with me, or played it into me. I, he's carried on his run. I've turned, played it to Vaughan, he's back to me. I've played a little one-two. Evo's played me through, with, and I've ran through. And it was actually Brett who was offside. I was about four yards on. Brett didn't even know where near the ball's come to me. I've scored, and 
I remember absolute fuming and because I knew, I knew I was on side and I just couldn't fathom for me why, why it had been disallowed. I was like, ran up to him, what if you give a free kick for? He's like, you want your offside? So we, the, the ref actually gave you offside and not Brett? Gave, 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 gave me offside. And I remember Mark Halsey saying, no, nah. listen, I said, I was three yards on. He's like, no, my line went over there. I said, right. I said, I bet you now £50 that on match of the day tonight, you will get hammered. And he was like, no, no, no. I said, you will. So anyway, on match of the day, they showed it and he'd drawn the line. I think it was about three, oh, it was over three yards. And he was like, how's this being disallowed? And anyway, next time we had Mark Halsey, he's come up, £50, there you go. Did he really? He's, he's given me, I didn't. <laughs> That's it, There you go. He said, to be between me and you, that the linesman got struck off. He said, I got demoted for two weeks and the linesman got struck off. And he, he never ref the gate, uh, uh, line the game in the Premier League again. Did he, well, he gave uh, you the money before the game, like ne- next time you gave had me it. the money before That's the game, quality. yeah. But I just give it, give it him back. Um, but I, like, I, nah, I, listen, I said, just make sure that you don't do any stupid decisions today and stuff. He was just laughing. and He's got to trust his linesman, though, hasn't he, really? You yeah, know? He, he's got to trust. He was a linesman who'd give it, yeah. but. As you say, it was just, I was like, I, I was saying to him, I've played the ball forward five yards and, and ran, and it, he's played it first time. So I mind. He was like, well, he's, I, he, he didn't know. He, he, he couldn't explain and give it offside. But uh, yeah, was, what a feeling that day to be top of the league for an hour. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's, let's just rewind to the start of that game. Um Obviously, it was packed with Blackpool fans. Where every every single fan I know went. Um, again, that was a it was another surreal moment for me. Just seeing you and the team just coming out for that, just walking out of that stand for the first time and seeing Blackpool in the Premier League. Um, yeah, how did it feel? The worst, thing, the worst thing was it should have been a home game, shouldn't it? That's right. Yeah, Carl, Carl's magic game, but, again, putting up that Lego yeah, brick stand. Yeah, meant to be a home game, but obviously. Turned out being yeah. being an away game, and but let's just say that that backstand was unbelievable. You know, yeah. the singing right throughout, and um, the Blackpool are back. Say, that, yeah, that was Blackpool one that, uh, are back. That was going going through, yeah. and as you say, the, the the one thing was I think the the year before did we beat um, Wigan four one in the League Cup or something? We we did, and that we was four one in the cup. Early played really well in that game. I remember. Th- I think yeah, we had Hamer Bo- Montiac. Um and Boatza played that game. Yeah, Ishmael and, um, Boatza, I come on a sub and scored the fourth. I remember um, thinking after that game, this team is bloody good. I always remember Jimmy yeah. Jimmy Armfield saying um, he really rated early high because obviously played in the same position, yeah. and he's he yeah. said this early is really good. And I think yeah. I think Neil Early got a lot of bad press for his his defending, but he was always attacking wasn't he he was an overlapping oh, yeah, fullback he was, he was, he was left a... exposed a lot but I think he was a very underrated uh, player yeah on the ball his quality on the ball you know if he had the ball you knew if you made a run it was landing at your feet or whatever you know un- unbelievable player and I think he did get a lot of bad press for his defending but he, he was a solid defender as well mm. you know you look at that back four Erds, Bap, Sevo and Cranes unbelievable back four you know and it probably it probably was the fact that he was probably overexposed because Holloway didn't want your winger going back as much and you wanted to be all out attack, attack, attack. And, you know, as the way we played, we them fullbacks, Cranes and Early, they they were like 
Arnold and Robertson now, the way they bombed on, they used to bomb on and you know the amount of times I was playing cranes through for him to pull it back, you know, or yeah. pulling playing herds through because he'd overlap and, and getting the crosses in. Um and Cranes you know, was a great defender as well, wasn't he? He was just solid yeah, and dependable. Unbelievable. What? Yeah, yeah, Cranes unbelievable, what a player and as you say, signed the same day as me, so it was a good day for Blackpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that Wigan game, we Brett missed two absolute sitters, didn't he, in the first half? He did, yeah, <laughs> in the first half. And what the one the what the worst thing with Brett is the pressure on him to score in the Premier League for Blackpool was unbelievable. Oh, right, yeah. And obviously he'd already scored in the Prem, but it hadn't been for Blackpool. He'd scored in the League Two, League One, the, the championship, but not in the Prem. And you know, all the talk from all the fans about Brett was, you know, he's gonna score in the Prem. He's you know, he's gotta do that, he's gotta score in every division for us and stuff and did it affect I remember him? just thinking. I remember. I think. I think it did. It's all after that game, and there was there was a few games. I think he the next couple of games. I think he missed a few other chances as well. Mm. And he was in and that, out a lot after that. He wasn't was in he? and out. Yeah, he was in and out a lot. And obviously, when he got his goal against Tottenham, you know, fantastic for him, fantastic for the fans and yeah. stuff, and for to have someone who scored in all four divisions and and you know being at the club for ten years is you know what an achievement that is, but. It did affect them a little bit, but you look at the team in the Prem and a lot of the 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 players we had, obviously myself, DJ, Marlon, um, came in. You had Elliot. Um, it was almost the same team, wasn't it? Yeah, it, 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 it was. Particularly against Wigan, was it two new players starting? Was it Marlon Howard um, and Grandin? Was it the only two? The only no, Cathcart started as Kafkart, well. yeah. Yeah, Baps right back, Cathcart, Evo, Cranes, um, Brett, Marlon, me, and then Elliot and uh, Charlie and Vaughney. So, you know, that, that was the team that started the Wigan game. And then I think a few games later, Luke, we brought Luke Varney in as well. Um, Matt Phillips, so, Luke Varney, DJ, Dave Carney, yeah, Richard Matty Phillips didn't really start that many games that year. He was more of an impact sub, mm. but you could see the potential he had and I think probably one of the worst things for him was the expectation of when he came on at Blackburn and we were obviously we were, I think we were 1-0 down um, and that Holloway being Holloway drilled it in put, put him on at right back uh, just to get a bit of pace and a bit more attacking on a right back and obviously he's picked the ball gone on the run and, and drilled it in and you know the pressure from the fans and from what was expected of him as a 90 year old who had come from Wickham for 300 grand or whatever it was and come into it, you know, it probably didn't help him for that first right. season. But after that, he sort of kicked on a little bit and, and you know, the, the year after he was, he was immense, you know, and, and that was obviously a, a big ground and then, um, and maybe a, probably a year too soon for what, if, if he would have been a year, it would have been the year, the year before and, Coming into that Premier League year, he would have been fine. But I think just that, given a bit of bedding in time, was what he needed, really. But as you say, you had Luke Varney, myself, DJ, Marlon. Um, so that, that was probably the worst thing for Brett, was that obviously he could still run, he could still get about. But I think the age thing come against him a little bit with, with Holloway, because um, I think he was 35 or 36 at the time. Um, and probably... 
Holloway's main three for that first time was myself, DJ. Um, at first, it was myself, Marlon, and Varney, and then it was myself, DJ, and Varney, and then yeah. he dropped me for a little bit as well, um, in little spells and stuff. But um, you know, it, 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 they go a little bit against Brett a little. I think with the the pressure on and stuff, but we did it. Know, in what the a end. servant to the club! Oh, yeah. yeah, what a He's servant! Absolute and, legend. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable lad, and you know you you couldn't want anyone more deserving of what he's done and what he what he got for what yeah it's off the Wigan game do you remember the famous Jeff Stelling do you remember the, remember the famous uh, I'm coming to record to that but the famous Jeff Stelling um, segment on Soccer Saturday when he said Blackpool fans we'll just pause this for you here take, oh, yeah. take this yeah. take this in Blackpool yeah. top Milk of the Premier is, League Blackpool yeah. top of the Premier League <laughs> Put down your um, Jager bomb chasers and all that. That's what you said. Yeah. That's quality. Yeah. But... Four, four nil, <laughs> top of the league, and as you say, un- unbelievable feeling. You know, from that Premier League, from the playoff final yeah. to that first game. So going from a complete high of the playoff final, a complete low of <laughs> to, pre-season, a complete yeah. high again, Wigan, yeah. a complete low, Arsenal away, six nil. Yeah. I mean, we weren't helped by the referee really in that game, were they? And, and we were no, five well, minutes. And... Uh, the worst thing was. Cranes has put a cross in and I've had a header on the back yeah, post. Yeah, you know he scored, yeah. And that. it's just hit the outside of the post and gone wide. Um, and literally from that kick-off, they, they took it quick. Cranes weren't back. Um, I think herds have bombed on. We'd, had, we'd, we'd pushed on quite a bit. They've took the kick-off, gone. I think Arshavan's played, was it Schumacher through? Schumacher, and yeah, dived. Evo's got a little bit of the, Evo's got the ball. Schumacher's dived outside the box. And he sends him off and gives a penalty, and you're thinking he's about two yards outside the box, you know. But going away from goal as know, well, away from goal, and uh, down for ten men at the Emirates, you know, absolutely no chance. It's like give us yeah, a chance, no mate. chance. Two two nil, go two nil down, penalty, ten men. Yeah. It sort of ruined it, it ruined the whole day, really, didn't it? That it ruined the occasion, ruined yeah, the it, day. It, and... it did, it did, because up until I think I think it was it was about probably half an hour in when he when he got sent off and we were we were we were holding our own. We were one nil down but we were holding our own and as you say we were getting chances. I had my chance and just from that little little decision that was it and I'm pretty sure it was I'm earlier sure than decision, that. I'm sure it was pretty was it it was really early in the game, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't half an hour. I'm sure it was about ten minutes. Yeah. Was it I, I, yeah. it seems probably the way you when you play Arsenal it seemed yeah. like half an hour. Just the ball just pings uh, around, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it was. It was. It I always remember being there and they had padded seats in the away end. I was like, blind. Well, that, that, it, it, it was one of the. I've always said it. That was the one stadium where I walked out on and thought, wow, wow what a stadium. And this was before it was full. This was before the game when you walk out and you're looking around. And I was thinking, wow, what a, sta- what a stadium yeah. this is. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. Unbelievable. So we've, we've got after. Um... After the new signings came and we had a big no, big win away at Newcastle 2-0. Um, DJ, DJ's yeah, we, first game, wasn't it? And uh, he scored. Yeah, we before that, though, we drew with Fulham, didn't we? 2-2, they scored last minute. Um, and then we got beat by... Oh, did we win 2-1? No, we drew 2-2, they we scored last We drew with Fulham. Minute, yeah, then, we drew with Fulham, yeah. Then we, we got beat Big by Chelsea 4-0, didn't we? Yeah, was that after Newcastle? I've just... Was that after Newcastle? I'm just, so, I'm just picking out the sort of... The, the key games, yeah. sort of the big, the big ones. Um, we'll be here all night otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the, the Newcastle was a big win. Yeah, the, the one thing I didn't play in that, oh, I can't remember, 
I can't remember what it was. I don't know. We won two now. DJ, DJ what, scored and I'm scored. Yeah, I, I weren't in, in the squad for some reason because I remember um, we'd, we'd arranged to stay down with Keith and his missus and me and my missus, we'd arranged to stay down and then I weren't in the squad, weren't in the 20. I must have had a little niggle or something. Um, and I ended up driving, driving me, my missus and his missus down the, the day of the game. Um, got to the ground just before kickoff, um, and we managed. To have, we were meant to have tickets with the fans, but we managed to somehow blag our way into the directors' box and ended up sitting with um, with Carl and everything in the directors' box on all the, the free ale and everything. And <laughs> Keith, en- Keith ended up having to drive us to the hotel when I was meant to be driving us. Um, but yeah, it was just it was obviously what a day, what what a game yeah. to obviously go and beat no, Newcastle away. Is- and we got beat. We got battered by them four one. Um, just, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was, that was, was on the our, That was our, yeah, that was our only defeat on the running, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Four one, but yeah, it was good to get a bit of revenge yeah, there. Um, yeah, it was, we, yeah, we we held our own though. That was the big thing I took away from that. We weren't. It wasn't a scabby two 0 win like at Sunderland. You know, we we more no, than, no, we, we more fully, than fully them. deserved it. Yeah, and I think in most of the games we were like that. No, there was you know Arsenal. Yeah, we got absolute dominated. Chelsea, we got Chelsea. Dominated, but yeah. In all the rest of the games, we we were probably the better team. Yeah. So you just, know, when we played Fulham, when we played Wigan the first game, we were the better team. Blackburn and, beat us, didn't they, as well? You know, we that's I always remember Sam Allardyce celebrating. It really, yeah, got under my yeah, skin that, that. That was uh, at home, wasn't it? Yeah, last minute home game, last minute. And when when I say you, you sent me the little link to just to remind yourself when you're looking through all the majority of games where we conceded last minute. Yeah. And you think, why? Wow, you did obviously. You're looking back. Bolton away, Blackburn away, Blackburn away, Bolton away, Man United at home. Um, you know, it, it was the, the, the last minute Fulham at home, City at home. Uh, we should have, we should have got something from that as City well. City at home, we should have got something Arsenal at home as well. Uh, yeah, it, it, Arsenal at home. We should have had a penalty. I, we were two on down. We were on top. I should have had a penalty. Um, and then they go up the other end and score from that. Um, so just these little things that you just think. I remember they scored and he's booked me for for diving, and I was like, he's absolutely took me out. Mm. <laughs> you know, just uh, you just think, wow, well, you know, just these little things. Ref, referees' decisions was a big thing in that, especially um, Howard Webb in that Blackburn game, Blackburn away game towards the end. Um, you, you got know, um, the, you got fouled. And yeah, you give I it to the them. I've had the ball in the corner, wasting time, and managed to turn it. Went off for a and corner. One of them's tackled me, but the other one's absolutely smashed me. Gone out for a corner. He's given a goal so kick. Either a free kick or a corner, and he's given a goal yeah. kick. And, and then from that goal kick, he's took the ball. I've controlled the ball past um, Olsen, the left back, and he's just gone down on the floor, and I've had the ball running away, and he's given a free kick against me, and I'm like, what? Yep. What has gone? What you, I've I've won the ball and I'm going that way. You've seen where the ball's gone. Oh yeah, but you, no, you've not got the ball. You fouled him. I was just like, oh god. It's like he wanted to kick, give them one more chance, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, from that free kick, they've put it in and scored, and you know, that was a, obviously a massive turning point. We beat them. I think we we went miles ahead of them, but we managed to go in. But obviously, we've jumped to the very end. Uh, um, still, obviously, a lot of uh, uh, games to talk about, but just. That was one of the main mm. things when you look at the last minute goals, the the premier, the, the the referees' decisions didn't help. Um, but yeah, the, a lot of the games we didn't 
didn't deserve some of the things that had happened yeah. to us. So we took we touched on Liverpool yesterday at Anfield, obviously um uh, a great game for yourself being a Liverpool supporter. I mean that was obviously a, a again another surreal moment for you about walking out at Anfield. I mean, must have been the culmination yeah, of your career almost. Yeah, well you know, I touched the this is Anfield sign before the game. I was singing he'll never walk alone and as we said for for the way we played, we dominated and I remember one of my mates said, listen, you you know, Jamie, wherever you play, you know, whoever, whoever's up against Jamie Carragher, just tell them that the first tackle he goes in or whatever, he'll he'll try and bully you, he'll try and let you know that you're in a game. And in that game, he was playing left back and I was more on the right. And I remember for about 20 minutes, he couldn't get anywhere near me. We were so on top. Charlie was pinging him at, pinging it over him. I was clean through, pulling it back for DJ. DJ nearly scored two or three times from that. And I remember the ball just bounced and gone out for a throw-in. And he's just coming, gave me a, a little elbow in the back bars and turned round. And all that was going through my head is, was that's him trying to that's his... trying to sort of bully me, intimidate me. I just started laughing. He's like, <laughs> what are you laughing at? And I was nothing, nothing. And then, Obviously, we went on, we scored two and, and, and stuff. <laughs> I was just like, like, yeah. Did he even know you were uh, a Scouser? Did he even know who you were? Do you think? I, I don't know. Did I he know, know you were a Scouser? Probably uh, not. Uh, I think so, yeah. Because obviously, I think in all the press and stuff, I'd been in quite a lot of it from for being a Scouser, for being a Liverpool fan. And yeah. I remember most of the, the stories around that time was my journey yeah. of going from being released by Liverpool to now going and playing against them and stuff. So, um you know, but one one of the main things was that as uh, me and my missus had organised a big night out for all the players and wives in Liverpool that night. That was a party. Um, so no matter, well, as you say, no draw. matter what, yeah. yeah, we we were going out, we were going to have a good time. Um, and as you say, I remember after the game, all the fans clapping us off, and then I think there was what was it? I think twelve of the players ended up coming, maybe even more. I think it was. Um, obviously the bus was pulled off to, to do whoever was going back to Blackpool going back to Blackpool and me Charles Cranes Ev O'Keefe um, you know all Vaughan Mrs. Baps Erds all of us have just walked out with our bags and all Liverpool fans are looking at us like what are you doing we're like oh we need a taxi we're off into town <laughs> and they were all like no nah, no come to the pub come in, come in the pub in here come and have, have a drink with us so we were just like all right, then you have to went into a pub, had a, had a quick drink with them, and then we got out, got in a taxi to the hotel. Oh, well, this is straight coming out of Anfield or in the hotel? Yeah, so. they, were, they were. No, it's coming out of Anfield. Nice. They, they were all, all like, you know, but they were all like, oh, you just deserve to beat us today and stuff, you know. Well, you know, hope you stay up and all that. And obviously, then we were out in town in Liverpool, and um, anyone recognise you? Uh, everyone, everyone. We were in the club. We had our. We had our boob sort of thing sectioned off because um, I know quite a lot of the, the DJs around the oh, okay. so miss had sorted it all We where we were going no food and stuff had it all boxed off planned um, but even even that we were getting people sending us bottles over and stuff going going enjoy your night and that and I think probably at that time obviously Premier League players was under quite a bit of scrutiny of you know did he go out and stuff but we were just there just enjoying ourselves happy being there and yeah. you know we weren't weren't being stupid flaunting it over yeah, anything yeah. or you know 
being Billy Big Time, we were we were you know just having a laugh yeah. with, with the with you know just on a night out, and I think everyone respected that and just thought you know what yeah fair play to them they deserve it Excellent. so you know that was it was a really good weekend. Uh, they don't get weekends don't get any better than that, do they? So no. no. <laughs> no. So we've lost uh, two, three, three to home to City. You scored right at the death there, didn't you? Um, I wasn't actually yeah, at the score. Another one, another one that was yeah. offside. I scored, I scored there. Wasn't offside and scored, and that was quite early on. So we would have gone one nil up, um, and we were well on top. Would have gone one nil up, but again, he gave Elliot offside, and he never, never touched the ball or got anywhere near it. And I've ran clean through and scored, and he's flagged offside. But yeah. <sighs> That goal from David Silva, what a player! Yeah. You know, he, he he turned the game in that space of about five minutes. And... I wasn't actually at this game. I was in, um, I was on in Egypt on holiday, and I just remember for the entire two or three hours while the game was on, I was sprinting between uh, internet cafes to try and get a stream, and it's yeah. like crap internet over there, and I couldn't yeah. find one. So, yeah, I just had to rely on what people told me about that game. And yeah, so after that, we had our first home win against West Brom. And they they were down to nine men. Did you play in that one? Yeah, it was quite yeah, it was quite early on, wasn't it? Um, we we struggled, didn't we? Like... We were struggling against the nine men. Yeah, it was it was it was. We were struggling to get our weird. second. It was, sorry, it was mad. Yeah, it was it was mad. Obviously, that for some, I remember that I think it was the second sending off. Uh, what was his name? Right back. He was absolute nutter. Um, and... Brandon was it? No, no, um... no. no. Bro, I think Brunton got sent yeah, off. Yeah, it was a stupid. Yeah, what was it? He did. It was pointless, yeah, whatever he did. Yeah, the ball was going out for a throw-in. Did he two-foot someone? And, and he's just basically, two, the ball had gone out and he just ran off and two-footed Yeah, him. that's right. And he's just thinking, what are you doing? Down to ten men, what are you doing? And obviously he went down to nine men, but as you say, we, we struggled for quite a bit. We did, we did. Um, there was a lot of expectation, wasn't we, there, from the yeah, fans? Yeah, we, we were on top, on top, but we just couldn't get that yeah. second goal. Yeah. And was it, Varney, it, it was, it, it was a... It was a it was a weird game and then yeah. we, we finally got it and as you say, got the win and uh, home in. That was obviously a, a massive thing thing for us. And the next sort of big game after that was the infamous game at Villa Park. Now, what yeah, did well, you I think? Was, what I did you think when... At that time because um, at that time there was only two grounds that are in the whole of the Football League that I had not played at. Um, I put, yeah, there was. There was only two two grounds in the whole of the football league. I hadn't played that, and one was Villa Park, one was Ellen Road. Um, the Leeds game, I was injured the year before, um, but we'd always we'd missed. And Villa Park was like, oh, you know, I'd heard. It's a, stadium. it's a great yeah, old stadium. It's a great old stadium. The semi finals there and, and stuff with the cups and that. And I was thinking, oh, I can't wait to play there. And then I think we had. Who did we have on the, the Tuesday night? We had a, a big game. Was it Liverpool on the Tuesday? Was it West Ham or, after? No. We had, we had someone on the Tuesday at home, which we won. Was it Wolves? No, that was on a Saturday. No, that was on a Saturday. So the, the Villaville game was midweek, um, and we were supposed to play West, well, we were playing West Ham on the Saturday, and Holloway's yeah. train of thought was, we've got more chance of beating West Ham than we have Villa. And so we played, they made wholesale changes. So... When when did he announce it to you? When did he announce it to you as the players? It's Bernie because I'm gonna have to have a look at that now. (laughs) See, we were playing on the Tuesday because I I read it before and I was like, "Wow!" Get the wiki up. So we had West Brom at home. Yeah, it was Everton, Villa, Villa away, West Ham at home. And then it was West Ham on the Saturday. Yeah, and 
tell you what it was. He told us we had them on the the, the West the Villa game was on the Tuesday, wasn't it? Yeah, Tuesday night game. On the on the, on the Monday, he was like, right, coming into training. We're not training. We're you know the ones who played Saturday were there. Um, you know, I don't think some of you players can play Saturday, Tuesday at that intensity. We were like, where's he going? I was making one or two changes then. But yeah, um, I'm changing the whole, I'm going to rest 10 years. We were like, wow. And I remember, obviously, he made the changes. But then when you looked at the bench, he, he, he'd done it with the bench as well. So there's like myself, Craney, um, I think Baps was sat in the stand, uh, me, Craney, Bap, and you, you're looking on the bench and you're thinking, right, he's, he's, he's changed the whole team. But It was an entire different what, team bar one player yeah, in memory. The, yeah, Keith was, I think Keith was the only yeah. one who, who played or something because he'd just come back from fit for fitness. So he thought, right, well, he, he needs to play. He can play two games. He's not going to be as tired as the rest of them. Um, but obviously, before the game, there was all the he made ten changes and thingy and stuff. But then, when you looked at it, them them ten play the the team that played that game had did something right. like well they done all right. But if you looked at the career games and who'd played in the Premier League and stuff, they had probably over three hundred Premier League appearances between them. You know, you had Marlon Irwin who'd played a shed load of games in the Prem. Yuli who'd played a shed load of games in the Prem. Um, David Carney was a Aussie international. David Carney, Aussie international. Um, I think Dekel Keenan played, who was an Israeli international. Yeah. Um, you know, so you're, you're looking at this team and the people were saying, oh, yeah, you made all these changes, but it was actually more experienced. And as you say, they deserved to win that game. We, yeah, we, we did, did all right. We did all right. Uh, it really changed again, when he brought th- three players on at half time. That was you doing DJ yeah. on and shots. DJ Matty Phillips. I think he brought them two on, DJ and Matty yeah. Phillips. Um, but again, it was only a last-minute goal. Delfonso. Nathan Delfonso. Well, Delf scored the, yeah. the equaliser and Collins... What yeah, was right, the that? death. Yeah. Collins had a last-minute. That's right. And yeah. as you say, the amount of last-minute goals, you can, see, you, you can probably pick 10 last-minute goals that I've lost. You forget, don't you? You forget them all. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you do. You do. So, yeah, it was obviously the, the infamous... Was was the, the the amount of changes? Obviously, got us fine and twenty five grand fine for the for the club and that. But um, Holloway was going bonkers after that on the yeah, radio. He, he was. He, he was going rightly was going so though. Because, yeah, it was it know, was a bonkers you, thing so, what he did, but it was perfectly within the rules of having a twenty five man squad. Yeah, twenty five man squad. So why can't you use it? You know, if if you want to make twenty, if you want to make eleven changes, you can make eleven yeah. changes. But obviously, there was a, a big uproar about it and. You know, he threatened to resign, he, didn't he? Do you remember? Well, yeah, he, he he actually made eleven changes for the West Ham game. Yeah, for the for the Saturday after he he changed everyone, um, and you know nothing was said about that game. <laughs> it's so stupid if you think about it. Yeah, so it was. It was. It was. It was Again, that was another game we should have won. Really, um, yeah, we, missed- we should have won. And then Kingson, the, the, the Kingson. I think that was the only change. He, he might have made ten changes for that for that game again. Um, but he made a probably one of the only games that I think. No, I thought oh, was that his first game. When did Jillo get injured around then? Didn't he? I think Jillo got injured in that game, and he came on a sub. And to be fair, he came on and absolutely had a blinder. I remember some of the saves he made in that first game was mm. unbelievable. 
But then after that, God, <laughs> you don't well, want to, you don't, you, you don't like to finger point, but, but yeah, finger point and stuff. But if we would have had a, a, have a GLO in, we'd be we'd an experienced goalkeeper yeah. for the rest of that season, we would have stayed up. Yeah. So there was a rumours yeah. that were kicking around about Shea Given and um, Carl well, Payne's yeah, wages. It was, it, was no, it, was, it was all it was all agreed. It was all done. Um, I think he only had to pay ten grand of his wages, but the main sticking point was that he wouldn't pay. I think it was if we stayed up, he had to pay half a million pound or a million pound. He wouldn't pay it, um, and he wouldn't do it. So he was like, <laughs> "Well, no, I'm not doing that." Well, it's, so it's <laughs> half a million to win another fifty. It's an absolute no-brainer, really. Yeah. Well, it was another. It was another ninety to one hundred and twenty, wasn't well, it? Oh yeah, sort of top, thing yeah. At that time, because it had gone. Because when we when we first went, it was like, oh, it's going to be sixty million for the club, and it worked out. It was ninety that, that the yeah. club got, wasn't it? So, yeah. um, Carl yeah, economics it, for you. Yeah, yeah. Carl economics. Yeah, you're just thinking. I you didn't know. I didn't know it was that, that close. The deal was that close to being done. Then was it? It was. It was. It was he, I think he'd been down and had his medical and everything and, and stuff and. As you say, we we were we were told, yeah, we got Shea Given coming. Um, he'd signed. have kept us up, wouldn't he? He'd have, we'd have definitely yeah, stayed oh, up with him. Definitely, gone. definitely, because you could see that the defence were frightened every time the ball come near the box. You didn't know what Kingsley was going to do. You didn't know, as you say, it was um, the Blackburn game was, was the, the main illustration. Yeah, that was the, that was the, that was the main illustration, and um, I felt I felt sorry for him because obviously, you know. You you don't as you say you don't like to finger point, but there was that many times where mistakes and obvious things were happening that there was a lot of finger pointing. Mm. Um, but it was frustration, and it wasn't just at him. It was a you look at the the January transfer window. Out of the five or six players that he signed, who were on massive money compared to everyone else, the only one who wasn't on massive money was Jason Puncher. I was just and about was to say one, yeah. He made a difference. He was the only, he was a young lad on loan, and he was the only one who actually made a difference and and gave the squad something. He was now, from I League One that, Southampton. They were League yeah, One at the time. Yeah, I don't just mean in on the pitch. I mean in the dressing room as well, because obviously Beatty had been a great player. He's well he was past his sell by date. He, he was turning up in a Lamborghini Gallardo. Serious. You know what I mean? To like, Squires Gate. Yeah, to Squire's Gate and the rest all he was on like four times more than our top earners on, let oh alone what some of us lower earners were on. Uh, Andy Reid the same, you know. These were players who'd been on massive money, were on massive money and the club were paying. And coming basically they weren't fit, they weren't ready to play. So that Cornelienko yeah. weren't fit to lace anyone's boots, but they paid a million pound loan fee for them. Yeah, they wouldn't do it for, for Shea Given. They didn't. Yeah, it was what we were told. It was a million pounds that you'd be paid to 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 um to get him on loan, and it, it, I think to sign if we if we stayed up, I think we had to sign him for something like five million pound or something like that. And he was, as you say, he weren't fit to lace anyone's boots. And no. um, I'm trying to think who else came in in that window. There was in uh, uh, with a weird name. Sabio from yeah from names who in training you you wouldn't think he played bloody rugby let alone football um, just there was a rumour that went around that Evo walked off when he was like playing or something he was that disgusted with, a, with a, how bad he was or something I don't know if that's true that, I said that was rumor. actually me that was it you 
It uh, was me, yeah. Uh, and if you, if you ask Evo, I can't. And it was it was in training, and all he used to do was he was just used to kick and injure everyone. And I remember in one little five aside session, I was going through just about to shoot, and he's gone right down the back of my ankle, and my boots come off. And I remember screaming at Holloway, "What is he even doing on this training pitch with us?" And as I say, I don't like to finger points, but he just done it that much and kicking everyone and injuring people, we were getting frustrated and Evo just burst out. I walked off and uh, he, Evo always, I can't remember what else I said, but there's, there's a line that I've said and he, he always, he always says it, but it, yeah, it was, it was frustrating and it was, it wasn't just him. It was, it was people like Elliot Grandin who in training, they were a joke. They just weren't bothered or anything. And, at that time, it wasn't what we needed. Mm. You know, we were, we were on a bad run and we needed people to be rallying around. You didn't need someone who's just going to come in and just couldn't play football and boot everyone and people coming in. And it was only towards the end of the season when he went back to the tried and trusted sort of team that got promoted. You know, Keith, Vaughan, Chaz, me, Brett and DJ, that we got a bit of joy. You, you know, know ul- ultimately... Holloway never signed any of you lot, really, did he? Um, no, no. He's no. if you think about it, he's made some quite he bad inherited. moves in the uh, transfer market. Yeah, and probably one of the worst things was obviously what happened with Charlie in Liverpool. That was quite unsettling for for Charlie as a in the squad, and you know he he asked to leave, he wanted to go, but we managed to persuade him to stay to the end of the season. And for for that build up, I remember December and January he. Charlie weren't the same. He he weren't as good. He you probably seen that he'd been told, yeah, you're going to move in January or whatever. And when it didn't happen, he, he for me, his head wasn't in it. His head wasn't. It wasn't that he wasn't in it, but it wasn't quite right. And it was only yeah. once the window had shut and stuff that he was like, right, I'm going to get my head down to the end of the season. That we got the Charlie back of, you know, what he should be. Yeah. Uh, but. That wasn't probably Charlie's fault. That was probably the way Blackpool handled it yeah. because, you know, they were they they could have said to him, listen, at the time, they were like, you're not going anywhere. We want 20 million. We want 30 million pounds for you, which was never going to happen. Um, and he knew that, that Liverpool would never pay that. But if they would have said to him, listen, you can go at the end of the season. We'll, we'll, we'll do something at the end of the season. You know, he would have been like, right, okay. But because they were saying you are not going you know it, it, it happens and you know unfortunately for, for us as a team I think we suffered because we needed the Charlie Adam that yeah. he, he was and for a couple of games I'm just looking say, at I'm just looking at the um, January now on that link I've sent you it's colour coded so there's a hell of a lot of red um, between the 15th of January to the 12th of Feb. So we lost to West Brom 3-2. We got beat by Sunderland at home. We got beat by United, even though we should have won that game. Beat by West Ham at home 3-1. We got beat by Everton 5-3. Um, drew at home to Villa and we beat Spurs 3-1. So was that... Do you remember the Spurs game 3-1? We, that's when Brett scored his goal. Yeah, Charlie scored, scored as goal. well, didn't he? Yeah, Charlie scored a pen. Um, DJ scored and then Brett scored. Uh, but as you say, we'd... We've been on a bad run. And we, the, tra- the transfer market did us really, didn't it? That the, tra- the transfer yeah, window did us. That's the season. transfer window did us. Obviously, we had the win over Liverpool at Anfield, um, but other than that, well, we beat them at home from, as well, from, didn't we? It was from from the yeah from the turn of the new year. You know, we beat 
Liverpool, but from Paternity Year to that Tottenham game, that was the only point we took apart from the Villa game. Yeah. We, we lost, and we lost, as you say, to, to last minute goals. The West Brom away game was was criminal. We, um, I scored to get us back level two two on eighty minutes, and yeah, it was just it was it was just it was yeah. obviously a, a long goal kick that wasn't dealt with. Um, and they've scored sort of, I think it was 87th minute or, you know, last minute goals, late goals. Um, Birmingham game, Birmingham, Scott Dan scored in the 89th minute. You know, looking, mm. looking at it here. So, and you were just thinking... You know, we couldn't buy a win, could we? We went no. through that spell and... Yeah, Birmingham game, 89th minute. West Brom game, 87th. You know, it was all last minute games and last minute goals. United, we were 2 0 up, and then 88th minute, Berbatov scores the winner. You know, Plus we should have had a penalty straight, in that game. Straight remember? after half time, yeah, straight after half time, should have had a penalty, go 3 0 up. Um, Peter Walton was the best then. I looked him up yeah, on the line afterwards. Score that, score that. You know, there was no way United were coming back into it at that score line. He's never refereed um, United defeat, you know, him. Hasn't he? No, at the time. Peter Walton, yeah. I have to check that and see when he's uh, when he's next ref for them. And <laughs> he's probably retired. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably retired yeah. Now, but it, it was it was it, that that was a big effect on us and the, the the transfer window. And as you say, the only really player who brought anything really to us, I think, as a as a team, was was Punch. Yeah, it was good. You know, decent. You look, you look. Even the the, the signings in January, you know. Marlon done well for us to start with, but then fell out of favour with Holloway. Um, Kafka, unbelievable signing. But other than that, there's Luke Varney on loan. Other than that, there wasn't anyone who came and and sort of made a big impact. Improved the starting eleven. No, if you know if you know what I mean. No, there wasn't. You no, know, it was still the and that's what the main spine of the team was just carrying us yeah, all season. Still the main the main spine of the team. And that's why, as I said, I believe that the squad that got promoted to the Premier League was better than the one who who who. Yeah, you're probably you know, right. You are, you I know are. we had I know we had Seamus there, um, but it looks like of Dobbs, Barry Bannon, Big Ben. You know that that, that squad for me was, was not, was, not was, signing was Dobbs. As we've said it was just a it was a disgrace. He never signed, but we've covered that. Yeah, well, we as a squad, we wanted we wanted Dobby back. We wanted Barry Bannon back. Yeah. Um, you know, they were two players that we thought you know could really go on and improve us. And it was it, it was only I remember he was persistent with with Elliot Grandin when we were getting beaten. He was just giving us nothing and. He, he's he, not someone you want in the trenches is he no he, and I remember there was, there was one game and I, I, I wouldn't start I'd been playing well but we obviously hadn't been winning and we had an away game and he picked Elliot to start over me <sighs> and I went, went in to see him and he was like yeah he said but you know I just think that the left back whoever was left back or whatever um, you know he, he's got more Technical like ability and stuff than you, you know. You're you're more an out and out striker, and he said I need someone who, who's a bit quick feet. And I thought you cheeky, you know. Um, well, you were called happy you, feet, what, weren't you? Yeah, you had really quick feet. To, yeah, what are you trying to say? So technically, I remember just going in, going yeah, going into training, uh, going into tr- out to train the Friday and stuff. And I thought 
you know what? I said, I'm playing in that game tomorrow. And it's probably the only time where I've ever intentionally gone to injure someone. And I just seen red. And I remember we were, we were playing a game and had the ball and I was just about to score and he's ran in and tackled me. And I thought, what are you, you don't do this in a match. Why are you doing it here? And he's got the ball and he was running away from me. And I just thought, you're going down and I've just absolutely wiped them out and his boots come off um, and he's, he's rolled over and he was screaming in pain carried on and, and stuff Holloway stopped the game what are you doing I was like I'm just trying to get the ball he's like oh, you, you've done that on purpose I was like no not got the ball you know and, um, anyway stopped training and stuff gone in now it turned out he had um, fractured a bone in his foot <laughs> or something didn't mean to do that I just you know obviously meant to to do it and Holloway's called me and he's called me all sorts in the in the, in the dressing room in the in his office and stuff this was day before the, sh- the thing, shed you know? yeah what are you what are we gonna do now and stuff and I was like well you play me he was like what you play me like, no get out of here get out of get out of my office um, and anyway it was, it was somewhere close somewhere close by and anyway um I'll tell you exactly what game it was. <laughs> I think it was the Blackburn game. Blackburn away. It was the Blackburn away, yeah. Blackburn away. We should have another game. We should have won. We should have won that yeah, one. Yeah, well. he was going to start him in that game when we were leaving. Yeah. Remember, I've got to the ground and he's like, right, you've got your wish. I was like, what you don't know about? He said, you're starting. I was like, right, okay. <laughs> so anyway, I obviously got the penalty for Charlie's goal. Um, and I think I got the that was a good, as It well. was a good dive, actually, that, weren't it? <laughs> like, it? No, it wasn't. To be honest, he's wiped me out, but it was about three seconds after, after the, the ball, shot. Yeah, after the ball's gone so, out as well, weren't so it? So he's pushed me, I've shot, and the ball's gone bloody rose head. Yeah. But he's gone to sl- tackle me and caught me. It was, it was about a second later and absolutely wiped me out. And then the ref seen me on the floor and him with his legs wrapped around me, penalty. It's Howard Webb, wasn't and it? And I was like, yeah, I was like... Result? Right. Well, uh, sound, yeah, go on, we'll have the penalty. <laughs> and I remember, and I was like, listen, I'm not, I'm not claimed for it. I've just had the shot and you've wiped me out. Yeah. Um, and that was Charlie's then, free kick after that. What a free kick. Yeah, Charlie's Charlie free kick. And obviously, whether Howard Webb's seen the, the incident at half time and that's why he was getting Even in it out, you know. Yeah, yeah, I thought that. Even in it out. Um but as you say, it, it, we should have gone on and won that game. The Spurs away, you know, another great penalty decision for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a great, great photo you've sent. I said, uh, yeah, I, I've got yeah, all the goals on the computer, and I took a still. Sent it in before. Um, <laughs> but as I say, it, it, it was one of them. Another game where last minute an equaliser, last minute the foul. He, he, it was. A, it bugged me that the worst thing. Yeah, the he didn't need to was, score it, did he? No, no. Well, it wasn't that. It was a bit naive. From it was probably the only time Holloway's gone defensive. Uh, we were one 0 up, and I remember we we were we were on top. We were, we were dominating the ball. He didn't have it. He couldn't get anywhere near us. I remember he took me off. He's took me off for it. It was someone like Basham, Chris Basham, and sort of put him, and he just dropped back. We did that at Everton just, as well. Do you remember? Just invite, yeah, just invited the pressure. And normally that weren't us. It was like, right, let's go and attack and, and force them back. But 
he took me off. He took, I'm sure he took Punch off and put David Carney on um, and put two fullbacks on on the wings and was like, right, we're going to, you know, shore it up. But then we just invited pressure after pressure and couldn't get out of our half. Whereas before he took us two off, we were, we were sort of playing, we were playing in their half and we were the ones who were looking like getting the second goal. But then probably last five, ten minutes, he took us off and we sat back and for some reason we did drop back and the foe's got the ball and no one's gone to him or anything and let him just have a shot on goal and it's gone in. Mm. And you just think, oh, you know. I like, think when that yeah. went in, that was a realisation we were going down for me. Um, I had that feeling as well at the Blackburn game. I was after being that was the, up, I think that, that was, was a big it, turning point of Blackburn yeah, game. Yeah. It just knocked the stuffing yeah. out of everyone. Yeah. Players yeah. and fans. Yeah. And then the Fulham away, 3 0. That was a bit of a. BT was awful in that one, weren't he? Yeah. Well, that was, I remember it was just after the international break. Um, it was, we, we had the international break and Holloway disappeared to, I think it was Spain to watch. I think he watched Barcelona train or someone like that. He'd gone there. And he's come back and he's like, right, this switch that we're doing, everyone's onto it now. Um, you know, we when we're playing, we didn't switch it all onto it. So we just need to pass, 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 no matter what, pass, pass, just just keep the ball. And, and it was away from what we were, we wanted to do. And I remember the ball's coming to beat it halfway and he had loads of time, but he's just tried to pass and put Zamora clean through yeah. to our, to yeah, our own goal. And he's like, oh shit, and tried to get back off. You know, we got beat 3 0 away by Fulham. Uh, the big, obviously, Arsenal after that. But I think the, the, the worst one was Wigan. was Wigan at home. You know, we got beat 3 1 there against a team who were close by us. And it, it was the way we just laid down and die in that game, wasn't it? I, in fact, yeah. I remember, I remember slating Grandin at that game. He, was, he played then and yeah. he was gutless. Yeah, and I remember like really having screaming at him, saying, "What are you doing?" He's like, wasn't asked. Yeah, well, I was like that every game with him. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You know, the, the, as I say, the, the ability he had was um, one of the, one of the most skillful players I, I've played with, trained with, right. seen. But just his attitude just did not Stunk. match it. Yeah, and, as I said, just. If I I would have loved to have had his flair and 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 grace of what he could do with a ball with my desire and attitude yeah. or vice versa and you'd have the complete player. But you say that with football, don't you? You've got to have the ability yeah, and the attitude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we had Newcastle one yeah, so. one at home. Can't really remember that. Who scored in that one? DJ. Yeah, thirty two minutes. They 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 went one 0 up and then DJ scored. Um, and then obviously Stoke another probably I think it was the only game in the Prem that we didn't score in wasn't it no, right. good um, knowledge Clattenburg Clattenburg manager Spurs yeah we've talked about oh, that no. Bolton 4-3 I mean what a game that was yeah I remember um, kept I think us I in. got three yeah I got three you know set three goals up in that game but one of the main things of that game was obviously they were fighting to death as well mm. and I remember um I was having quite a bit to do with Zach Knight and Gary Cale. Um, and there's a picture of, I think there's about, I've got Zach Knight, on, I'm lying down on the floor, Zach Knight's on top of me with his hand around my throat. And I've got mine around his throat and he's obviously a big guy. But there's no other Blackpool players in sight and there's about four Bolton players like Teaming trying up to get, 
yeah, and I remember, I remember obviously Gary Cales come in and gripped him and pulled, like, sort of pushed him off. But as he pushed him off, he stamped down on my throat. By mistake and or I, on purpose? No, on purpose. And I had a big cut all, all on me, on my throat, on my chest. And obviously, Phil's the physios ran on. And then as I've, I've stood up, all blood's pouring from everywhere. And the ref books me. <laughs> and I'm like... What are you doing? Have you not just seen what time? He said, you, you've, you've caught, you and Zach have caused all that you've been booked. And I was thinking, you... Because I, I couldn't go and get him back. I couldn't go and... Well, yeah, you'd get sent off, wouldn't you? Yeah. And, I, I, uh, and then I just thought, right, I'm just going to show you. I'm just going to take the piss out here. I'm just going to make sure that no matter what, you can't get near me for the rest of the game. And we did as a team. We went and we played really well. Uh, and as you say, that that was a, a big point. And obviously gave us a fighting chance sort of coming into it. But probably if you could get the team up for that game, I bet you it was me, Brett, Keith, uh, DJ, Keith, Chaz, Vaughan, Erds. I, th- I bet you it was the the main, the the goal, the 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 main team of yeah. what what was you know what, what you was regard like, as maybe, the- maybe punching might, punch might have been in somewhere or or being involved. But other than that, probably for them last four games, five games where we got the the, the points, you know, Newcastle, Stoke, Spurs, where we got the draws and then beating Bolton. Them last games were probably the just the spine he, again. He'd just realized, yeah, he'd, he'd realized, you know what? I need to go back to me. Trying to who got up, and if only he would have done it five, six games before, and instead yeah. of sticking with the likes of Cornley and Cole Beatty and Grandin, um, you know, it might have been, yeah, it might have been a different story. I remember the the Charlie's goal to put us four three up. Um, I remember in the build up to that, um, Keith literally. He literally threw himself at the ball. He kind of dived and got his head on it in between two players. I think he got it out to you, actually, and you were bearing yeah, down on yeah. goal, weren't you, on the left-hand side? Yeah. Squared it to yeah. Chaz and... He's put it in, yeah. yeah it was yeah, a great was, finish. Yeah. What a goal that was, what a moment. Yeah, it was, it was, I think it was from the corner. It was, it yeah, was we broke. From the, their attack, we broke. Um, I think Keith went in for the 50-50. Yeah, he's he, gone he up just in threw the himself at the ball. And then he just threw himself at it. And yeah. I've come round and gone through, checked back, and yeah, laid it to Chaz on the edge of the box. And Side footed it in. And he scored, yeah. I think that was yeah. his first goal from open play. I remember someone telling me that. Yeah. No, I think he'd scored at Everton. The Everton, he'd scored two from open play. Right. The Everton, he scored a header. Um, and then that was a second. Right. So, yeah. But, um, so, say that. we were going to Old Trafford. Um, I think they were already champions, weren't they? And yeah. we pretty much had to win. I don't think they'd lost at home all season. I think they'd only uh, dropped points in one game against West Brom. So it was a, a titanic task, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that was the we looked even before the season started. Man United away last game of the season. We, season, we were like, right, if we're going to be safe, we need to be safe by then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and as you say, they not lost the game all year. Um, unbelievable team but you know we wanted to go there and they were going to have a party regardless but I think obviously we knew how big a task it was but in that game were you confident you know, going into it what was the confidence levels like um, I think we just thought well part of the thing was even there was a chance that even if we got beat we could have stayed up I think if yeah, results was, went the right way it was crazy like the and, yeah it was it was mad and 
we 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 thought a point if we can get a draw, we'll stay up with with the other fixtures, the other games and stuff, and probably would have been right in the in the end. I don't know whether whether it would have been or not, but we thought the way the other games have gone, and obviously one one at half time, we've gone in, and at that point, was it was, Wolves were three 0 down or were they three 0 up? Can't remember. They drew three three with was it Burnley? I think we ultimately had to win. Birmingham, Birmingham scabbed yeah, it right then, didn't they? We, we would have had to win. We had to Wolves win. Were three, Wolves were three 0 up at half time, yeah. and if that would have stayed like that, we would we we would have gone above. We would have stayed. We would have finished above Birmingham. Um, something mad like that, and then obviously one one at half time. And what a goal by Charlie, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that, that was another thing from that free kick. I've been fouled on the edge of the box. Now, my first touch has took it past Vidic and I would have been clean through on goal. So he should have been sent and off. He should have been sent off, but he didn't even book him. And you just think like, he goes down to 10 men, you know, do we go on and is it a different game? But like the ball's coming to me, great touch around the corner. I've gone to go through and he just took me out and wiped me down. I would have been clean through and just little things like that. But obviously, Charlie, again, the one person you'd want on a free kick in that situation, the the self as I was saying, the the self he would not arrogant, the self confidence he's got at them times. There's no one else you'd want on the ball, and he just put it in off the post, and you know, one one. So the, the the weird thing was after half time, like Paul Scholes and you could hear him shouting over, like, "What's happening? What's happening?" And he was coming over saying that you're, you're, still, you're safe at the moment, you're safe at the moment. You're thinking, what's going on here? And half of them were rooting for us to stay up. Were they? They were like, they were like, they, they, were, they were more, they were asking, because obviously they, they, it was a party game for them. At that time, a point, we were staying up. And then we were, obviously we were going for it. And then you put obviously us, you put got us two the goal, up. us two on up. Just talk us um, through that goal. I mean, the, the build-up was... Fantastic, and the finish was exquisite. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was. It's tough to obviously remember it. I've seen it a few times, and it was great work by Vaughan, Vaughan and DJ. Yeah, change. I've I've played it. Was it DJ or Punch? I know Vaughan was heavily Vaughan was heavily involved in it, and yeah, Vaughan was Vaughan and Punch. I think it was. Um, I've played it to Punch uh, to Vaughan, and then Vaughan's done it. Played it to Punch. Punch has come back. Played it. Vaughan's gone round and. Whipped it in. And then I just remember thinking, I just need to get across the front here. The, you know, he's not going to play it high from there. He's too close to me. I just need to get across that front man. And, you know, balls come in. It was fired, it was, as you say, fired in. And I've just thought, I just need to, I'm not going to even try and get a, a, a power on this. I just need to guide it and just just got that little flick. And I just remember it bouncing and spinning away and hitting the post. And I thought, oh, but then it's hit the, <laughs> that side of the post and gone in and I was like you know just that elation you know, I think yeah. it was the 73rd minute thinking we're staying up it was actually it was actually <laughs> you know? the uh, 57th minute was it yeah. See, that's just you know things I, I thought it was like really late if only, on. if only it was later yeah and it, it was it was absolutely it was I, mad it's, yeah. for me it seems like 70 odd minutes but kind of in the corner if, where the Blackpool fans were as well yeah it? that was that was the thing in front of the, the Blackpool fans and I remember after that I remember Ferguson absolutely going mad on the line and scores like oh shit and I was like what do we do he said why just you know yeah and 
I think he just didn't want us to spoil the party and obviously made them angry sort of thing. And But even after that, I remember, I think he, he took... He took me off, brought Matty Phillips on, brought Brett on for punch. And we had one or two chances once they equalised 2-2. I think Matty Phillips nearly scored. I think Brett nearly scored. But then, as you say, that was heartbreaking for obviously... Forever. Forever, you know. He was in the right place defending it. But unfortunately, you know, there's not much you can do. And These things happen, don't you know, they? The, the, yeah, the season he had, the season we all had, no one deserved to, to do that. But then, you know, Michael Owens wrapped it up, icing on the cake for them. Um, but as you say, it was a mammoth task, but we gave it everything. And, you know, it, it was, it was, it was unbelievable. All the, the United players were gutted that we'd got gone down. They were, they were all, you know, 39 points, 10, 10 wins. And, you know, I think there's only twice in the whole history of the Premier League that since the Premier League's been going that anyone with 39 points or, or more have gone down. And, you know, unfortunately for us, we were one of them seasons. So, what was the mood in the dressing like after the game? Was everyone pretty much inconsolable? I would imagine. I just straight from the, as soon as it ended, I just walked out the stadium because I didn't want to see them celebrating and lifting a trophy. Yeah, I just well, walked it, out straight out. It, it was, it was, it was gotten and um, because it's kind of the end the of an era, thing. wasn't it? Because Chaz was going to leave, Orm was going to leave, and the, the yeah, team was well, going to break the, up. The, the, the one, the one thing, the, the worst thing after the game was um, I remember. Holloway's come in and obviously we were all gutted you know it was a mammoth task but he's come in and, and he's had a go at us about our mentality what and we were like listen we don't you don't need to to have a go at us here you know we're all fuming we're all gutted you don't get me wrong for 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 what we'd done that's he you know he was going on but he, he was saying like our mentality and stuff and you know then he started questioning himself, should he have battled with Carlos done a bit more and, and things like that. And we were like, listen, we don't need to hear that now, you know, whatever. So anyway, we all there like that after the game and there was four tiny little Chicago time town pizzas in the changing room between 20 lads. So we were there like that. You know, what's this going to do? So what, what, what were the they bus. doing there? Just it was what we what we'd been given. It was four little mini pizzas just for the for the you know, like you could food after the game for the for, from the opposition or whatever. Um, so normally we get Domino Domino's pizza delivered to us, but yeah. Man United were like, oh no, we we'll sort your food out. We do pizzas and stuff after the game. A tight bastard. So anyway, we we got on the bus and an hour later, Holloway weren't on, all absolute starving. <laughs> so you know like that and. I've just looked and there was a hot dog stand. There was a hot dog, like... Yeah, one uh, of those, yeah, how do you mean? No, like a burger van. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, fuck this. I'm not so fucking absolute starving here, in pain. So I got off and I ordered, I said to him, listen, what have you got? You know, what he said, I've got, what have you got left? So I've got this, I said, yeah, well... Give us everything. Give us everything. So anyway, all the lads were like, come back on the... <laughs> had about 10 burgers 10 hot dogs chips and everything and all that put it down there like that as I put it down Holloway's got on the bus and he'd been gone an hour and a half in, in, in the having a drink with Ferguson and that and we were sat there waiting an hour and a half so anyway got on what the fuck he is doing like, 
starving Gaffney to a tweet. That's the reason why why we've gone down, you know, standards, look at all this and what? you know, all these little things and all that proper kicking off pointing at me, you know, you you should look after you, you know, doing all this and all that. If you uh, properly and looked after yourself, you'd be a Premier League player. And I was like, What on earth? It's the end of the season. We we've just played 90 minutes, we've not had anything to eat. We've just been relegated. We played two and a half hours ago. We want something to eat. No, no, no. Anyway, none of the I had the, one or two people left, but no one else would eat the food. And I was like, I'm hungry. I don't. I've just, we've just been relegated. I'm in pain. Pissed off. And I, I was. I was. I just. I was eating, looking at him, and just thinking, you know, how, you know, the way you. Doing it's just it was wrong after he's just been schmoozing with Alex Ferguson for an hour and a half by the sounds yeah, of it, yeah. And I remember obviously that, that was a Sunday we had to play of the year, do the night after, and I was depressing. Oh, um, uh, it, it was horrible, but before it, obviously, all the players we had like a crisis, it was it was a crisis meeting of as you say, the end of an era. Mm. Um, lads in, lads in tears, um. You know Holloway in, in tears, saying that he should have done better for us for you know battling with Carl. But at the end of the day, he's come in and he's given us the belief and you know set us up and gave us a way to play and got all the lads together and stuff. And it, it was so emotional. We were in with it for about 45, 50 minutes. Why, you know, this was the the they put the the play that he had to on hold because we were having this meeting about you know how he's going to tear the club apart, how Carl was going to, you know, all he told Holloway that all those players who, who if we went down, had that your money got halved and stuff, uh, went back down to what it was the year before and stuff that, you know, he wasn't going to reward anyone. Um, part of the main thing for that year was that we didn't have any win bonuses um, for the games or anything. Um and at first, Holloway agreed with that, saying, "You know, if you stay up, you get five million pound again." But we were like, "Well, you know, we want we want win bonuses. We won ten games, um, didn't get anything for it. But in them other games, it's it's horrible to say. Some people are motivated by money, but if you think, right, well, you know, I've got ten grand riding on this game. If we win, you know, you're going to try that little bit harder. Yeah, of course and, you are. Yeah, you know. But he was the fight. He, he was like, no, you, you, you know." We don't pay win bonuses. We don't do that. We just pay for a collective season thing. And as you say, all these little things, you know, I remember going to Arsenal, going to Chelsea, and we trained on the Friday before we went down there. And for the whole weekend, in my bag, with all my wash bag, with all my stuff, was my dirty training kit because we had to wash it ourselves. We had to carry that big bag around with us all weekend. Even at away games? Even at away games, yeah, you had to carry it around with you. So you get to the hotel room, all your dirty training kit, stinkings in your bag in your hotel room, dragging it around for the weekend and stuff. Oh. And, you know, Ollie was like, you know, all these things, I should have had this nailed down. I, sh- I should have done this. I should have had that. And at the end of the day, we said, well, listen, yeah, and all these little things do add up. But at the end of the day, it, it's not... The people have tried to change Carl Oyston. People have tried to to help him and stuff. But at the end of the day, if he's not going to change, it doesn't matter who it is. You know, we got him to the Premier League and he still wouldn't change by giving us little things. You know, the, the training pitch, the, the the training facilities, you know, you'd, you'd turn up and the food was terrible. The You know, we used to, we used to be, I remember one time, uh, for about two weeks on the run, we had a group of homeless fellas turn up to watch us train. 
we ended up feeding them. You know, and they couldn't. They probably couldn't believe the food we were eating. They would. They would eat it. At they times. turn it down. <laughs> yeah, they turned it down at times. You just think, you know, and and just little things like that. You know, there was the, at training, people could just come and watch or or whatever. And you know, it, it wasn't a professional setup. No, it wasn't no. thingy. But sometimes things like that make us more of a team, and I think yeah. it did for us. But bonding in adversity, day, kind of thing. Yeah, at the end of the day, if you have that little bit extra, it's like. I think it was for about two months of the season we couldn't train because the training pitch. We had to go on astral turf. We had to, you'd get to train like right. We're going twenty miles down the road to train today, and then you have to come back to the ground to have your food and just all, all little mm. things that you just think you know all that. Well, we had those three games cancelled because we didn't have under soil heating as well. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that all came during yeah. that bad run as well. So you don't know. What yeah, might have happened well, there. before that we were we were on a decent run and then. They got happened, and as you say, yeah, you know, it, it, it was, it was, it was unfortunate. The only game that it did benefit was was the Liverpool game on Boxing Day because we obviously that got rearranged, but we went and beat them. So mm-hmm. you know, it, it was, it was, it was a, it was a, a mad old time. So but, you know, using the roller coaster analogy, your time at Blackpool obviously was a, a huge roller coaster, um, ups and downs, and there was the the West Ham. We won't go on about the se- the, the, the following season because we're, we're running out of time, but getting to the playoff final again against West Ham and you've missed that through injury. So we had a great season, didn't we? Um, ultimately ended in failure, but unlucky yeah. for so, you. Do, do you wanna, I don't mind doing this again tomorrow. Yeah, should we, <laughs> should we do the... If you want. Do you know this is two hours 20, so we've got we've got the next two, two and a bit seasons. We've still got the fans' questions yeah. to go through. So yeah, we'll do a hat-trick yeah. tomorrow. So what time? Yeah, we? no problem. <laughs> Time is it? Yeah. Half ten. Half ten. We've been going to another two and a half hours. <laughs> is it going to be a four hour podcast? Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a mammoth. I'll split it up into bits. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah, no problem. Same time tomorrow then? Yeah, no problem. All right. That's sound. All right. All right. Cheers, Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Speak to tomorrow. Bye. I all just a few quick messages before you head off. I'd just like to ask if you haven't already to please leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. It helps the show grow, gain more exposure. So if you go to seasiderspodcast.co.uk forward slash review, that'll redirect you to the iTunes review site. So if you could do that, that'd be greatly appreciated. Just to make you aware, you can listen to this show on all major podcast platforms, including Spotify, Pocket Casts and Google Podcasts. And if you're not listening to this on a podcast app, I highly encourage you to do so because it is the best way to listen because you get them sent automatically. If you're on social media, we are on there. So please do give us a follow. If you're not doing so already, we're on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. Seasiders Pod is my handle. So I'm sure if you search for that or just Seasiders Podcast, you'll find us on there. So if social media is not your thing, we do have an email list. So if you want to sign up to that, you'll get an email whenever we do release a new show. So go to seasiderspodcast.co.uk forward slash email and sign up there. And finally, if you do enjoy what we're doing here and you want to chip in a few quid every month to help pay for our production costs and gear upgrades, please consider joining our Patreon supporter programme where you'll get lots of exclusive content and services in return. So head on over to seasiderspodcast.co.uk forward slash support to find out more. Right, I promise that's the last you'll hear from me. See you on the next pod. Over and out. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.